0: Well, good afternoon, good old sports fans. weren't able to get on here uh, at nine as usual because, well, life happens. We get sick; it's just part of it.
1: Yeah, i I was gonna I wasn't gonna say that he had a stomach issue, but it's cool. Gastro, a, a, no, it, gastro-
0: use use the correct term: gastrointestinal issue.
1: That sounds a lot more serious than a stomach issue.
0: Are you are you downplaying my issue?
1: I'm not downplaying it. I just said, when you say when you say gastrointestinal, that's serious. I do have
0: a gastro or did have a gastrointestinal issue.
1: Okay, it was something you ate. It wasn't it because you say gastrointestinal. That's a lot more. That's a that's a big okay. medical. If
0: it had happened to you, it'd have been more serious. It's the old adage. Like it's not. It, it's always <laughs> a minor surgery until you're the one having surgery.
1: He had a stomach ache.
0: Anyways. It wasn't
1: gastrointestinal; it was a stomach ache.
0: If I'd gone to the hospital, they would have said I had a gastrointestinal issue.
1: But it wasn't that serious. See, when you when, when you say that word, I equate it to something serious. Like it has to be something as an immediate procedure that has to take place when you mention when you mention gastrointestinal issues. I don't automatically think like, oh, it's a stomach ache, and you, like, okay, now you have to go in for surgery. <laughs> you have to go oh, in for okay. operation. That's what I meant. That's what I think. But, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it happened. Whatever it was. Yeah. So you might want to
0: move the camera a little bit because you're kind of, oh, you're yeah. like half in, half out. Oh wait. For all of our viewers, they only like t- half of your. Well, now I'm. No, you're in. Okay, for all the viewers, they only like half your face. That worked out. Well,
1: it is what we it is. You were putting
0: in your better half.
1: It is what it is. Um, but yeah, that's that's what happened. So we're starting uh, right now, as you can tell. Um, it's been. Uh, <laughs> Pretty juicy weekend for sports, man. Very juicy, and and, and uh, kind of capping it off um, with you know some interesting uh, AFC and NFC championship games yesterday.
0: And we'll get to those, yeah,
1: because uh, I've
0: got some things. I've got some I, things. I got a lot, but I'm, I'm, I want to. Okay, but let me go I, ahead and before we, we're gonna <laughs> overreact and everybody's wanna, gonna wanna crown Patrick Mahomes. That was a now that was a controversial call. No. Yeah, I I thought it was controversial.
1: I, I, well, okay. I, well, I can understand it because you know it's like I told you before the show. When you go back and you watch the video, and you slow it down and then speed it back up to regular speed. Uh, you'll see why it was the right call. And if you if you analyze it, you'll see why it was the right call. It wasn't a bad call. It looked like a bad call. He's like, well, his foot wasn't down. Yes, it was. Uh,
0: okay, exactly. But you had to sit in some motion. My point is, if that's anybody other than Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and maybe Josh Allen, you're not getting that call. And Aaron okay,
1: and, and okay, you, you
0: may be right. Like, there's and, only a handful of quarterbacks in the league now. Joe, Joe Burrow, in my opinion, should be on that tier. I don't think he's there yet. But but I'm saying well, there's only a handful of guys that get that call.
1: Yeah. Well, and 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 look at this is the game situation. Any regular season game, you probably don't get that call, uh, but since it's the AFC Championship, it's heightened. Just look, just tad But it. see,
0: I would have had less of an issue if that gets called in the regular season than I did a playoff game.
1: Oh, and I understand, but I, it was it was the right call. It, it, I think Joe Burrow would have got it too had it happened to him.
0: But that's what I'm saying. He's like on that border. Yeah, I, would have, and
1: he? you, I, I don't agree with the pat. Oh, it's Patrick Mahomes. The. Because given the situation, it was the right call. Uh, but We'll talk about more. more yeah, about we'll that, talk about that some, more. I
0: have some things with the NFL as far as the fishing has been concerned in the playoffs anyways. Uh, but let's start off with the NBA. So I want to start off with this question. It's kind of a clickbait question. How good are the Celtics? Because I, I have my doubts.
1: They're good enough, okay, to get by. But now, I don't think that they're what we thought. Maybe or maybe not, you know. I this but this okay. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start here, and I'm gonna say this. It is exactly what I've been saying uh, since the beginning of the year, the beginning of this season. Uh huh. Uh, is that this is crunch time? So the teams that weren't good, the teams that weren't good the first half, you know, that was already kind of written off they Yeah, they're starting to fire up now. And so, you know, they lost. The the Celtics uh, beat the Lakers.
0: Yeah, they admit, they were on a losing streak, uh, but they barely beat the Lakers. Yeah. And, and, well,
1: the Lakers should have beat them, barring a, a no-call. It was a foul. I looked at the video. I've seen it. it should have been a foul. It was a no-call. I, I but, agree but, that but, it
0: should have been a foul. I thought LeBron James' antics were a little bit much. But they well, didn't. I mean, he almost can, had a mental breakdown on the we can
1: uh, We can agree there. Uh, that that wasn't called for. But, that, I mean, that, okay. That, but you, in I think slightest. LeBron,
0: I think LeBron gets more sympathy in a, if he doesn't do
1: that. Well, I, I'm not, I, I don't have any more sympathy for LeBron than I do for the rest of the team. Because I'm looking at that, and, and yes, it's LeBron James, but I'm looking at that as a play, not just a player. As the play... It should have been called. Uh, and that wasn't a fair chance uh, for the Lakers as a team, not LeBron James. And here's the reason why I said that is because the referee association, who whatever they are to the NBA, saw and knew that it was a mistake that was made and it wasn't called.
0: Yeah, they kept, they put out – so the NBA puts out reports, like yeah. two-minute reports, and they came out and said that should have been a foul. I, yeah. I don't disagree. I thought it was a foul as yeah. soon as I saw it.
1: But what made it deep was – the way it was was it was LeBron made it theatrical. Uh, but that was a big game for the Lakers. Um, an obvious big game for the Celtics too. But you know, I just I and what what kind of I don't know. Maybe this changes my view on uh Jason Tatum and maybe I looked at it wrong, but you know uh. LeBron had came back, you know, to his social media. It's just like you know, good block, Jason Tatum, and you know he kind of trolled him on it. Uh, Jason did, Jason Tatum did, and I was like, okay, that's not. But I think ad- it's
0: because it's LeBron. Like I it's think that- the NBA is fed up with LeBron.
1: Well, you can't I, I, say I, no, that. I'm not.
0: I'm not saying that it was warranted. I just think that that's why that kind of stuff happens. Well, mm. and I think that his meltdown didn't help
1: him. Like it's should- well, the, without the meltdown. It's. I mean, let's let's kind of take that out of the equation. It's because, like I said, I'm not. I'm more concerned. I'm looking at the play, not the player. LeBron's meltdown meant nothing. It's the play that happened, and you trolled on it, knowing you did what you did, and you trolled on the situation. That that's that's not okay. That's the issue I have. Is that you trolled on the the, the situation. I, I Tatum could, only had thirty. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't care what Tatum had. No, I'm, just,
0: I'm saying that wasn't even his best game. So well, it, it's
1: kind not, of pointless but, to troll. No, 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 no. It's not. is still a good game, um, but not for him. But average. Well, I mean, I mean no. But I'm saying he trolled. Regardless, of, regardless of. I'm not talking about. I could care less how many points he had. It's the matter of the situation. He could have had ten points and did, and I wouldn't agree. Agreed with it. He could have had forty and did it and I wouldn't agree with. So it doesn't it, it doesn't matter how many points he scored or not. He still trolled on a situation like that that where he knew he was in the wrong and instead of, you know, being like, "Yeah, you know, it, you know, is what it is," he trolled on it. And that's why I don't agree with Jason Tatum in that situation like that. Um because you would think for a team that has been losing, that had lost three in a row, you'd be a little bit more humble. Because you, you almost lost that game to the 13th team in the, in the West, and you're the number one team in the East. Yeah, and you almost lost that game, so there's nothing to be trolling about, you know. But, like I said, it's it's more so the play than the player. Um, but, you know, they took it to overtime, and they ended up beating the Lakers at... That is what it is. Um, it shouldn't have happened, but it did.
0: But I thought that that said more about Boston. Yeah. Like I, and, I didn't and it, walk away and go, the Lakers are a better team than I thought. I walked away from that going, Boston's not near as good as I thought.
1: No. Yeah. Well, that too. Um, but it just showed, you know, it's like I had said before, the Lakers can hang in there with the top teams and, and they have beat a couple of the top teams as well. Uh, but they can hang in there with them. Uh, but for Boston, this is the second time that's happened for them yeah. with the Lakers. And then the night afterwards, you turn around and you lose to the Knicks in overtime by one.
0: Yep. Well, that was the night previous.
1: Uh, Was that the night previous? I thought yeah. that was the night after.
0: No, the, the win against the Lakers snapped the losing streak. So, they had lost to the Knicks in overtime on Thursday. They lost to the Lakers. Yeah, because they lost... they beat the Lakers in overtime. Yeah, yeah,
1: you're right. Because they had lost to... uh, It was Magic, then Miami, then the Knicks, then... Okay, yeah. But anyways, you had lost to the Knicks. And...
0: uh, No, they beat the Raptors, lost to Orlando, lost to Miami, lost to New York, and then finally beat LA.
1: And so, that says a lot. That says... You know, something about their team, you know, I don't think they're falling apart, but I do think they have just as much flaw as anybody else, and they can, and just, you know, those three losses in a row, and even the game against Lakers just kind of show, you know, they can be beat by anybody.
0: Well, I think professional sports this year up to this point, and I'm sure you'll prove true in baseball, has taught us, pump the brakes, because, you know, we we wanted to crown the Bills, we wanted to crown the Celtics. And neither right. one of them lived well, up to exactly what we thought. The you, Bills are in the playoffs, and the Celtics are are definitely a beatable basketball team.
1: And, and you're right about that. Is you know, you've heard the saying: "It's a long season ahead." Yeah, and so that's just how it is in the NBA as well. It's a long season uh, in baseball and in football. You know, one win, one or two wins, doesn't define a team. Uh. Even just a a whatever an O uh, record does not define a team. I think. Uh, well, the
0: Vikings, you know, they were well, were yeah, they they, eight, nine, and know at one point. I mean, that you know, that's proof that you can win. But but look at your schedule. Who are you playing? Where are you playing? You know, yeah. The and how do you
1: how do you respond to adversity?
0: And it, so far, it, it appears that Boston has a little bit of trouble. Like if you push back on them, and they oh, they yeah. got a game against. Brooklyn. Now, that's a big deal because here on Wednesday, you know, you've got, I believe that's Wednesday, uh, you've got Brooklyn and you got them in the Garden, so, so that'll be interesting.
1: And you've got to gear up to stop uh, Kyrie, and he's all over the court as of right now. I mean, but you, you just have to look at it as if it's a long season and it's anybody's game until the buzzer, you know, the final buzzer blows. And but what
0: a blow if Brooklyn could pull that off and beat them, Wednesday,
1: That would be great for Brooklyn. I mean, uh, kind of transitioning into that, Kyrie Irving's been on fire.
0: He has. You know? He He's taken over. He's stepped up. He's been a leader. Yeah. And LeBron's got to be looking at that because LeBron and, and company play him tonight. LeBron's out uh, with a left ankle yeah. soreness. And then you've got AD out again with a right stress but, that issue in his foot.
1: So, this is an, this is an issue with, with AD. Is, you never know if he's 100% coming back. I don't really think AD would ever be a full 100%. You get just, that
0: many injuries at that size, it's always going to be a nag. Yeah, play.
1: because, and it's the same areas too. Yeah. And, at this point, it's like, just do what you can while you can, while he's with you. Uh... Because if it's going to be a continuous thing, it's not going to help the team. It's definitely definitely not going to help him uh, in the long run in his career. So, you just got to do what you can with him while you can. Um, maybe he takes a more or less dominant role. Uh, I don't know how that will happen. But you got to try to... Well,
0: now he's not a movable piece. Well, like, yeah. We've been talking about him as a trade piece. And nobody, but now yeah, nobody's he's not gonna... a movable
1: piece. Well... And then you can be a 50, that can be a 50, 50 kind of thing with all these nagging injuries. It's just like with Brandon Ingram over with, you know, with the Pelicans, you, you would guess that somebody would pick him up, but his stock has kind of fallen just because of those nac, you know, right. nagging injuries. But if
0: I'm a contender, you know, I'm looking at a piece that, Hey, I can count on them down the stretch of the yeah. rest of the season and in the my- playoffs. And when he's on the court, he's one of the best players in the NBA. But my and question the, if I'm one of those contending teams is okay, am I gonna have him not only the last, you know, third of the season or whatever, but but also, you know, if we get into a five or seven game series, can he play back to back nights, you know, heavy and, yeah. and can he handle that?
1: And and that's the thing. It is it's also he is one of the greatest on the court when he's healthy and when he's playing. Hey, uh, I mean, he's the in the sad. top
0: 5 players of the NBA when yeah, he's healthy.
1: That's that's the
0: Behind That's the KD, bad. Kyrie, Steph, eighty, and then you know he's probably four. Yeah, Jason Tatum's in there too.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I would say top five or top ten, just kind of because you have to put LeBron in there. In it, you, you just have to. Um, well, you
0: put him in the top ten, he's not a top
1: five player anymore.
0: LeBron's no, not a top five no, no, player no, in the no, NBA. No. no, no. Look at matter matter of, fact, matter of fact
1: matter of fact. LeBron would probably sit at number five in my category. He'll probably sit at number five, and AD at number, uh, AD at number six, right under him. Okay, why? Okay, because I look at LeBron's just his overall dominance.
0: But I'm talking about right now.
1: Well, well I'm talking about right now too.
0: Yeah, but the, you can negate but, LeBron.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm, but that's why I'm saying he sits at number five. I'm not. I'm not scoring him any higher than number five. Or any lower than number five.
0: So, okay, let me ask you. If AD was healthy all the time, would he be in the five spot? Yes. So you're, but, you're basing it more off of health. See, I'm just basing it off well, of when I, they're I, both on the and court. That's
1: why, well, not just health, but but dominance. Because AD has missed a lot of time, but he's dominant as well. But it's the fact that he's missed a lot of time.
0: Okay, but, that okay. now I understand. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm basing it just off of when they both play, teams have to account for AD. They can let LeBron score 40. And still beat the Lakers, but if eighty gets his, that's a problem. Yeah, because that means that he's doing other. But things. see, that's like why I, like that's
1: why I put his. them, put him in that number six spot because he's right under LeBron as it sits. Now, if LeBron was to take a lesser role then, yeah, he takes that number five or number four spot easily. Yeah, when, when LeBron was out. Yeah, nah, that, but that's what it hinges on, and that's why they're yeah. so close together in my in my category. It'd be
0: great PR for him if LeBron was out and he played tonight.
1: Oh, yeah, by far.
0: Really, because it, it, then you get a picture of what the team was like right, you know, when LeBron right. went on that stretch where he didn't play, Right, which would be interesting to me. That team would be interesting.
1: Right, but, you know, they said, you know, they brought uh, Rui... Uh, and That for, was a great trade. Yeah, but they and they brought him in to kind of play the role of uh, a D. Now he's not as big or tall, tall, but he has a solid frame.
0: Yeah, but uh, that's going to work
1: out. Yeah, but that's what they brought him in for. So, Ruby could possibly get a lot more playing time. Him and Max Tristy tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably see a lot more Dennis Schroeder and Westbrook. Yeah, along with Patrick Beverly. Westbrook's uh, gonna have
0: to carry more weight tonight. Yeah,
1: and uh, Thomas Bryant, yeah. you know, you got to do play. I, I don't have any any worries with him, um, uh, other than stopping. You know, some some guys. You know, kind of playing some good defense on the uh, the Nets big big guys because, like I said, the Nets are not a team. It's not just Kyrie. You know, Kyrie gets the front headline because it's Kyrie Irving and
0: because KD's out.
1: Yes. But Nets have a full team that everybody's working on the Nets. You got to stop that whole team. You got to play some defense. Uh, so, you know, it, it's interesting to see uh, where they're going to be and what they're going to do tonight uh, with AD and LeBron James being out.
0: And imagine how dangerous, so this Nets team is going to be when KD comes back. Because yeah. they did exactly what I said they need to do. They, they've... Tread watered pretty well. Kyrie stepped up. He's taking on a better role. Ben Simmons is still playing fairly well. You know, he's not putting up a bunch of points, but we talked about that last week. I don't think he has to. You know, you, it, Ben Simmons doesn't have to be a forty, you know, plus point guy every night, or, or for that matter, a thirty plus point guy. He's just got to, you know, do what he can, create some space, move the ball around, and wreck that offense. But if I'm uh LeBron tonight and I'm sitting there on the bench watching this game, I've gotta be thinking to myself, Man, we should have got Kyrie while he wanted out. <laughs> I
1: mean because okay, you,
0: you think about that story, like you, how different this would be.
1: Yeah, you're right, but that was too much of a mess at the time that you the Lakers really didn't need to deal with, barring they already had mess with uh Russell Westbrook. So it was too much of a mess to kinda of, to kind of dabble in that. I see where it could have been a good move, yes, but it was too much on a mess on, of a mess on both sides.
0: I, I'll say this too: I think Brooklyn keeping Kyrie makes them a championship caliber basketball team. I don't think that putting him on the Lakers would magically make them a no, not no. Team. I think that's the other side of it too. Yeah, is that it was more beneficial for Brooklyn to work things out on to him. I don't think that that just automatically changes your playoff fate. But if I'm Brooklyn, I give uh, him. A contract. They still haven't given Kyrie, a, you know, there's been no real talk about extending him. He could be a free agent.
1: Well, it, that's why I said, you know, with the Lakers is that, you know, they build a, uh, you don't want to build a a win right now and yep. worry about later team. No, you want to build a, it, it'll be beneficial to build a, build a win right now, but you want to build a team that's, uh, that you can, man, that can be managed, maintained and sustained. Substantial in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to just win to uh, build a win right now, team, and then we'll worry about you know all the fixings later, uh, because that ultimately falls apart, and it's it's a possibility they'll take you forever to get that back going. And so, um, if I'm Brooklyn, I'm seriously looking at extending Kyrie Irving, because I mean, when you put like I said, and i said this uh, last week, when you put all the extra stuff aside, you you get a good basketball player. Uh, and Kyrie Irving. You get the Kyrie Irving, you know, the basketball player. Not the PR trouble. Yeah. Kyrie and all this stuff. You get Kyrie Irving. And I think they were threatening that. With them threatening that over the over the summer, uh, him and K D for that wouldn't have been a good move for the Lakers personally for yeah. PR for for PR uh especially, you know, looking at we're buffering
0: yeah we've never had connection issues everything's still
1: showing connected yeah, there we go
0: sorry about that folks i don't know cold weather is getting the wi-fi yeah but by the way be careful out there if you're out on the road
1: yes be careful
0: uh i so we're actually looking just as an air ejection uh we're looking at just under a half inch accumulation of ice possible on the bridges and overpasses
1: yeah yeah will be careful man um I just hope it, I don't think you know this is as much as you know we we've, we've gotten.
0: Oh no, it's not going to be like a snow event. It's just an ice event. Yeah. Still got to be careful out
1: there. The snow doesn't bother me. It's the ice that bothers me. So the ice is a lot more dangerous than the snow. But yeah, ice kills people. Yeah. Snow is just snow.
0: <laughs> it's just kind of there, yeah. wet, cold.
1: Uh, it's but it's fun.
0: not Snowmageddon.
1: No, no, twenty twenty one. And this my... imagine
0: that we were just coming off of. COVID 2020 shut down that whole mess and then bam snowmageddon.
1: Yeah, 2020 and 2020 into the beginning of 2021
0: was odd. It turned into like one year. We thought it was the start of a new year. No, 2020 just kind of overlapped. Yeah,
1: that we went through that weird space and a lot of weird things happened in 2021 too. So, uh, but back to sports. Well, we, we said we on, wanted to interject. Yeah, well, we got our uh, meteorologist. Uh, we should
0: add that segment to the show, the weather segment.
1: The weather. I'm not. We could we get a whole. The the, the, we the, take a
0: break from our regularly scheduled sports program to tell you about the weather.
1: <laughs> uh, me and a friend of mine uh always talk about the weather, and it's it's the difference between. Up north to down south.
0: Well, there's a big difference, huge difference. Yeah. especially where she lives.
1: It's yeah, I don't know. I, it's that's that's just outrageous. And East Texas is different because you never know what you're gonna well, get. Well,
0: yeah, because we just do whatever we want. Yeah. Yesterday it looked like Seattle and it was humid, and today it's cold, wet.
1: Well, it was humid for wet. like the first couple hours of the day. Yeah, and, and then, then it, starts... it kind of
0: lifted, and then it got cold. <laughs> And then now, you know they're canceling school. So yeah, that's where we're at.
1: All in 24 hours. It ain't been 48 hours yet. No, but that yeah, that's where we are in East Texas in the weather. But um, back to sports. I think Brooklyn looks at Ky- should look at Kyrie Irving and extend his contract because you get you're getting Kyrie Irving, the basketball player, and it's it, like you said, it benefits them in the long, in the long run. Uh, as to where to the, with the Lakers, it wouldn't benefit them right away. Maybe in, in the and then if they would have got him this year, it would have helped them a little bit, but there was there's too much to be done to that team. Well, I yeah, and then that would be my question if you do
0: bring in Kyrie Irving, who are you moving? You know, well, I, Pat, I, apparently
1: Pat Bev's still being wanting to be shot, so he's well, on the market. I, I think I know who they move, uh, and it won't be Russ. I I believe it'll be it would have been Russ and uh, Dennis Schroeder. because you're looking at what what is Kyrie is he a point guard yes yes and so you're looking at uh, possibly Dennis Schroeder. you had just got Pat Bev you're not moving him right away unless you're just gonna well but touch see he's go only with on a, him.
0: but he's a one year deal so I mean yeah maybe maybe if you look at him and go we're not he do- because here's the deal with Pat Bev if he doesn't want to be here. Like if I'm the Lakers and I'm looking, and I'm in the Lakers front office right now. I'm saying, okay, if he doesn't want to be here, then what good's he doing us? Like we could trade him to a contender, maybe get some draft picks for him or something of that nature. I mean, that that's the only thing with him. It's not that I don't think he's a good basketball player. It's it's just a matter of does he want to play there because he doesn't make you a playoff contender. I mean, like no,
1: he doesn't make you. No, he not doesn't. With the,
0: not with. That's the issue too with with them right now. If I'm the Lakers, I'm looking at my roster. What do I do to make myself a championship caliber or even a really playoff-contending caliber team? And there's no real answer because of all well, the money that's on I, the book. I,
1: I said that they're one, at least one more player away from being that caliber team. And it has and it no- to be a big piece. Yes, but, and it has nothing to do with LeBron because most people will look at that roster and say, well, you got LeBron James. But it's like we've talked about numerous and numerous and numerous and numerous and numerous, and numerous of times on this show by LeBron James is he's not, as the, he's not the dominant game-changing player that he used to be. Yes, he's still LeBron James. Yes, he still puts up points. But he's not the same caliber of player that he used to be. As to where if he puts up 40, and just like you said, also, if he puts up 40 and then AD puts up 44, then you're talking. Yeah. Because then he has legitimate help. Uh, but it would mean the same, just like the night the other night where they completely dominated uh I can't even remember. Was it the Grizzlies? Yeah, they did. Um, that night, and then the night that Thomas Bryant had thirty-one. Mm-hmm. That's your center, right? They got thirty-one. Now that's that's what everybody is doing their job. Then Westbrook has twenty-nine, and so you're you Pat Beverly has twenty-one. Schroeder, you know, is running the court. That's when everybody's putting in work. But I still say they're one good piece away from being that championship. Not playoff, because they're playoff right now. Well, uh, but, but Play now, in well, right now. But,
0: yeah. Well, they're playing maybe playoff count, but I'm saying a playoff contender. Like, nobody's a
1: afraid con- well no uh, A contender, yeah, they're one good player away from, from from being that team. And I think the add of Rui uh, kind of staples that for next season. And uh, I don't I think so, yeah. I think that I, was a good I, point. I don't know what they'll do next season or who, who's going to stay, who's going to go. I'll uh, be moved around just to get whoever, but I do say that they're one player uh, away from uh, for being contenders in the in the uh, playoffs, and then uh, that also helps with them ra- uh, adding Rui to their to the roster. But maybe if 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 the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets don't. Uh, Extend Kyrie, and they decide, you know, hey, it's time to, you know, you did good this season, but it's time to, you know, depart, you, you know.
0: But you get the sense that they're going to, like, they just have. It. Well,
1: if if talks haven't started now, uh, that could be a, uh, I'm not saying a strong possibility, but it could that's a that's a hint of a possibility. Um, maybe they're just waiting on something specific, you know. Maybe they're waiting.
0: Well, they may be looking at it going. Listen, we're in the middle of a push for the. Number one spot, in the conference. right,
1: right, and so it's not time to talk, make have those kind of talks. Right. Uh, maybe they're waiting till playoffs, you know, or after playoffs or off season. I mean, you, you never know. But say they don't, then I think Kyrie is a good pickup for the Lakers. I think that's something you seriously. Uh,
0: Kyrie, you could put him on several teams right now and make them continue Oh,
1: for sure. Now, I really think he'd be a better fit for the Mavericks than for the Lakers. Because yes, we've been begging for Mark Cuban to I, get
0: somebody to play because he's
1: a he's a shooter. He can shoot. That's what... But the Lakers... Okay. Shooter. Now, the reason why I say Kyrie is the Lakers... And me and my brother was uh, talking about that uh, yesterday, too, is that the Lakers need some another... Uh, someone in the liking of Danny Green or Derek Fisher or uh, Robert Ory. Um you know, the guys that, you know, that are on the court, that court that you know, if I pass this ball, the ball to this guy and he's on the outside perimeter at, uh then he's going to make this shot. Yeah. You know, Dirk Fisher was uh reliable for that, you know, that reliable guy for the Lakers. That was his niche. Yes, and then Robert Ory, uh yeah. Danny Green was that. And so
0: but but we're seeing less and less in that in the NBA too. Yeah. Where yeah. That, you know, cuz there there was a sector in time where that was like a position in and of itself. I'm going to sit out here on the perimeter. I'm going to wait for a, you know, a corner pass. I'm going to get my, my threes. And and yes, we're seeing a preponderance of threes, or an abundance of them, but we're not seeing that particular shot.
1: Yeah, but well, no, you're right about that. Now, another one is, I say the only one out there that's like that is Seth Carey.
0: Yeah. And Seth Curry may be on the middle. I mean, like, yeah. Of the he, he, shop
1: yeah, for him. yeah. So he could be, I mean, he's not a top player like his brother, but he's still a good key piece. He, he is. To an he's offense. a great middling player. That's yes. why
0: I, I still, to this day, don't understand that deal with Dallas. Yeah, you know, because as, as you, to why you would trade him away.
1: Yeah, because now you need him. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Seth Curry is the, the, the closest you get to that type of player. Yeah. Uh, you just you're right. You don't see it that much. Some teams have them, uh, and, and Brooklyn has one in him. And some teams don't. You know, and, and it shows. But the Lakers need one. Uh, Kyrie will be good as far as just moving the ball and just getting shots wherever on the court. That's great. But you need a guy that's that's reliable on the three-pointer. Yeah. Uh Just because Le- LeBron can't do it consistently like he used to. Uh, Ad can't. Nobody on that team.
0: Well, AD could if he would stay healthy.
1: That's the thing. But nobody on that team, as far as I see right now, is that type of player. But also, they did get Lonnie Walker back uh, against the Celtics, and he played a good. You know, he
0: did. That was a. That's another good. That was a good. A, was
1: good, was a good uh, you know, comeback for them, for him, and for a piece for the, the Lakers to have. Still waiting on Austin Reeves, uh, but. Yeah, man, the, the, the Lakers are in a position to be able to win possibly, maybe next year. Uh, possibly, I, yeah. I think
0: we're gonna have to see what chips fall between now and the trade deadline and who's available in <laughs> free agency. Uh, you know, do you move on from LeBron? How do you handle AD and his inability to be on the court more consistently? A lot of interesting, you know, storylines that not only affect the Lakers but, in my mind, affect a lot of the NBA because you know you you've got some some teams right now that would probably be in the market for some of those guys. Yeah, Yeah. Like if you opened it up today and said, you know, fire sale, everybody but LeBron.
1: Yeah, I don't want to see Russ go, because I've kind of taken a liking to Russ. However, I do think that LeBron should be evaluated. Uh, I've been saying that. because It's just like I just said. He's not the... You don't necessarily need him he could be a leader on that team but if you're going to keep him he has to take a lesser role you have to get these other players not time to shine but the time to mesh without you being on the court you and have play to play hard yes know,
0: get, get that tough Actually, mentality in there.
1: yeah to get a win without lebron yep and consistently but
0: but i want to tell about russell westbrook you know because you said he's kind of growing on the on you he's growing on a lot of people right now and I think it's because it's not just the same old triple-double Russ. It's a Russ that's actually helping you be competitive in ball games. Yeah. Because for years we watched him put up, you know, all these points and have those triple-doubles, but he wasn't helping the team win. No, it, because you know,
1: he was the only guy.
0: And, and now I think he gets a little bit better of a, a rap because he's actually keeping them in the ballgame and in some situations, you know, putting them over the top and, mm-hmm. and helping them win. I think that that helps him. And I think it helps his – you know, trade stock if you do want to move him. Yeah. Because now, you know, like I said, you've got some playoff contenders that look at, mate you know, would look at him and say that's that's somebody who could help put us over the top. Well,
1: and you're starting to see an all-around basketball player rush. Yeah. Um, and so that helps him get to better teams. So he's not so that helps him get to a team like the Mavericks. That helps him get to a team like Brooklyn, uh, Philly. You know these top teams. Yeah. And here's why: is because. Now he's not having to be the lead guy. I get to just come in and play ball and be Russell Westbrook without having to put up a triple-double every night and that being expected of me.
0: Yeah, I don't have to worry about it all being on my shoulder.
1: Yeah, I have a team. Yeah. And so that helps him with a better team. He doesn't have to go to these lower-end teams and be the guy. He can just be Russell Westbrook, Westbrook and uh, contribute to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's why, you know, he's, he's, he's growing on me. You know, um, as a player. Aw. And don't, don't do that. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> Get all warm and fuzzy. But, you know, he's, gr-
1: he's, he's, he's growing on me as a player. So are you
0: going to come in here and cry the day that they trade him? I'm going to be upset. Like, bye-bye, Miss American Pie. I am
1: I am going to be upset. I'm not going to lie to you. Because- You're to
0: drive your Chevy to the levee? <laughs> the levee That's an been insanely
1: driving. long song, by the way. It's a great song. I, it's, it's good, but, it's, but it's, it's
0: too long, man. It's one of those songs that I kind of, like, it's always in my subconscious. But I kind of forget about it. You know, it's like one of those songs that's just always in the back of my brain. Well, and then I'll hear it. And I'm like, oh, that's a great song. Yeah.
1: I have it on my playlist, too. That's the crazy part. Uh great song. But it is a good song. I, I'll give you that much. But it's just too long, man. If they would have, like, dialed it down just like two many' But he had minutes, to tell like, the two...
0: whole story.
1: You I get know that. know what the song's about, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just about, about Buddy Holly.
0: Yep, the day that his plane crashed. Yeah. You, okay, interesting fact. You know the the country music singer Waylon Jennings? Yes. He was supposed to be on that plane. Wow. He traded out. Some I, I can't remember what, which guy he traded out. He <coughs> I remember you telling me that. Off the plane, yeah. He was supposed to be on the plane.
1: I remember you telling me that. Um, Another thing like that happened with another uh, rock and roll star. Uh, can't think of his name, but he sung La Bamba. La Bamba. Oh, yeah. I, I know he, you know. he wasn't supposed to be on the plane either.
0: Yeah, and, and then that happened, yeah. and it was the same deal with one of the guys on uh, Leonard Skinner was supposed to be on the plane and you and plane. Yeah. like like history's full of that. The, the Marshall football team, you know, they had that one assistant that didn't ride the plane yeah. back. It,
1: <laughs> Stuff happens, yeah. Man. Like it's and all about the, what's with the planes,
0: man. The planes. Uh,
1: Maybe it's a good thing
0: that Lane Kiffin got fired on the tarmac. <laughs> uh, well,
1: <laughs> well, nothing bad happened, but you know, <laughs> I'm saying like. Yeah. What if he had gotten back on the plane? <laughs> Who knows? But, you know, that's just, you know, let That's stories. to save the NBA. Yeah, that's just. this. I, I Kyrie stays in, I think Kyrie should stay in Brooklyn. Westbrook should stay uh, with the Lakers. And... Well,
0: okay, you want him in the L.A. because you've taken a lot. Yeah,
1: man. Shoot, yeah. Uh, we'll I'd take rather... him in Dallas. The
0: Mavs Dallas, easy. man. We'll take him in Dallas. I, I'm, a, I,
1: I, I, I'm not a Mavericks fan, but I don't. You,
0: what? Okay, what is, you're a Texan through and through until it comes to basketball. What's the deal? Like I Okay, them. I
1: will root for them Like if they go to play. I'll root for them because they're a Texas team, but I'm not yeah. a fan.
0: I know, but you're a UT fan. You're a Cowboys fan.
1: I'm not a Texas Rangers fan. I'm you're not a Mavericks fan. I'm a Yankees yeah, you're fan. You're a Yankees fan, that's right. I'm a Yankees fan. So you're not fan. a
0: Texan through. Never mind. No. I rescind that statement. I forget that you root for those ugly... Ugly people that we call the New York Yankees.
1: I root that. Here's the thing: I root for certain teams, and it's very minimal. Uh, Some teams I root for because you know I'm I'm an actual actual fan. Some teams I root for just because I like the placement of them.
0: Well, it's just like Josh. He has no real reason to be a Texans
1: fan. Exactly. Like Josh. Josh could not tell you this.
0: Josh, you still have yet to give us a legitimate reason as to why.
1: Josh couldn't. Yeah, he could not tell you why. Tell us at least why he's Real a Texas, reason, Texas fan. A Texans fan? My, but like I said, my grandma and my grand my grandpa my, they're they're Texas fan Texans fans. Uh, they've been well since the Oilers were there in Houston. Yeah. So uh, so when the Texans got there, I, I guess that's you know why they became Texans fans. Um, but um, yeah, I like I like Wisconsin. I like Nebraska. You know, just because the placement. I, there's always been something intriguing to me about those states. We
0: need to take a trip, like because we were talking about Colorado. We need to make that loop because, like, we yeah. need to go Colorado, Nebraska, stop off in Green Bay. Yeah,
1: the ice, the ice bowl. Oof.
0: Yeah, we need to time that correctly too. Yes, <laughs> we don't want to get stuck snowed in in Green Bay.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah. So I, I'm not texting Texas sports fan through and through. Uh, from high school to the Dallas Cowboys uh, and the Longhorns is what it gets. How far it gets.
0: Speaking of the Longhorns, I'm talking about high school football, did you see what they did at Timpson? They no. ended the helicopter. Oh, yes, the, yes, 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 part. yes. Yeah, so I saw Terry that. Bussey, the now famous quarterback of the Timpson Bears, mm-hmm. has been offered by LSU the very next day Sarkeesian – Flies the he hears about it. He flew the helicopter, landed right in the middle of the, between the buses.
1: <laughs> I saw cool. that. So are they gonna? Are they gonna? Offer I, I
0: believe that they're gonna offer him. I don't think or, he or plays. Get offer him? I, I think. I, I don't think
1: gonna, he plays quarterback. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Remember, he was just as good on defense. That's true.
0: So that's the interesting. I don't know how he's being recruited. I haven't seen that.
1: He he reminds me of. And the bad part about it is he didn't get this much recognition, I believe, because of the of the the uh, division he was in. Yeah, two
0: A division one. If he's a three A player,
1: well, no, and I'm not talking about him. He gets t- uh, Bussy gets the uh, the he he does
0: get a lot of coverage. I still say that if Bussy was on a three A team, or he like doesn't. Gets...
1: I, I don't. I don't say that he'll get. Yeah, he'll get noticed. He'll get recognized. But not like that, and here's why: It's because you're in two A. There's not that many good teams in two A in this area, so he stands out. True. But if he was in a four A or three A, well, no,
0: he's three. It's recruited, but he's not. He's not the stand. He's no. not the only dude.
1: Uh,
0: although if the, if, I he say even that not against Dangerfield, yeah. he did look like the only. But and that's what I'm saying. Playing. In
1: three A, he will most definitely. Yeah. But four A, no. No. Because you have the Gilmer, Gilmer guys. You have the Carthage guys.
0: He would have been Chapel the
1: be- Hill, but he
0: would have been the best player on Pleasant Grove.
1: Oh yeah, by far. Like if Pleasant Grove had him as quarterback, they're winning state. I think double, so. Yeah, double over.
0: Yeah, you know, because he would have ran that option to perfection.
1: Yeah, I mean, but in but with two way, I, I don't see anybody else. Uh, I don't know.
0: There wasn't an athlete cl- even no. the even the playoff game they lost yeah. the state semifinal. It wasn't because he didn't show out.
1: Yeah, but here's what I like him them too, and this, this is why I say in four A he wouldn't get as much attention. It's because uh, Jalen who who's the quarterback for Pittsburgh, he's, you know, since his sophomore year, uh, he was the quarterback for them when they went to mm-hmm. play Pleasant Grove uh, at the star in the regional final, uh, regional state. Finals. Was was
0: it the semifinals or the regional finals? It was was the the regional. Regional. Regional.
1: Yeah. Uh, And then went on to uh, went on to play at uh, Liberty. Mm -hmm. No, he's at Liberty right now, I believe. And then, um, where is Liberty at? That's. No, it is Liberty because he started at UTSA. Yeah. And Then he he went to Liberty. At Liberty. Yeah.
0: That's a great question.
1: Yeah. But he went to USA, uh, UTSA, uh, and then to Liberty. and He went as a DB. Uh, uh, Virginia, that's right. Yeah, so he's at Liberty. But he went there. So he played with Malik Turner. Malik Willis, mm-hmm. I mean. I don't say Malik Turner. Malik Willis. Anyways, Jalen Jemerson was just like Bussy on the field. Yeah. He could throw it, but if he runs it, you're not catching him.
0: The fact that... Pittsburgh didn't win state with him. And Tim is going to look back at this and go, the fact we could not win state with him at quarterback is a tragedy. Yeah. Um and, and let me just say let me interject this because so both of the the Super Bowl quarterbacks came from Texas high schools.
1: Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know that. I knew about Mahomes, but I didn't I know about- that. I forget that Hurts is from, from down here.
0: But but let's just let me put this out here. We watch those guys and go, that's a shame that you didn't win state with him at quarterback.
1: Yeah, and they're going to Super Bowl.
0: No, no I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about. We look at. Like at the high schools? Uh, Bussy with Timpson, and we look at, you know, Pittsburgh with, with Jalen. But we didn't. Nobody said that about White House with Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's a misconception about him. That You know, like, when I talk to people, I've told you this, when I talk to people that aren't from around here that find out that he's actually from down here, and they asked me about him. I'm like, well, he wasn't even the best quarterback in the district at the time. Like, in his district at the time. There was four or five guys that we were talking about that we thought were better than him. You know, (laughs) that he was a late bloomer. But everybody thinks that he's always, you know, there's always been people drooling over him and hammering with him. And, yes, he did some things back then that were unique, but nobody looked at him and go, you know, when he's going to start for the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl?
1: No. Well, you look at it back then, man. Nobody was looking at White House like that. People still aren't looking at White, no. White House. Like no. What was that? Those are the years that Jeff Trailer was running East Texas, along with Carthage. Yeah.
0: And Henderson. And
1: Henderson, and <laughs> so Patrick Mahomes. was no one was really looking at it to him or looking at him like that. Maybe until it came to baseball.
0: Yeah. But. Football. That's the other thing that people can't believe, that he actually got looked at it as a baseball player, too, because he was just as good as his daddy. Yeah. A lot of respect.
1: And so, around here in East Texas, that, that just shows you the how deep it is with sports in East Texas. Like, we have a Super Bowl caliber quarterback.
0: And nobody was talking about him.
1: In high school. Yeah.
0: Nobody. And now, there were some guys, I remember they're having some conversations with some people that saw him that said, Hey, have you heard? You know, seen that kid's arm? There wasn't any any like, oh, if we had him, we would be a state championship team. No. Like nobody thought that.
1: But yeah, I, it, it wouldn't have made it, uh, a difference. I got but other than that, I didn't know Jalen Hurts was played. I at had Texas, heard that. Texas. I had
0: forgotten about it.
1: What? Where at? Uh, I know the team was the Falcons. Yeah.
0: Let me let me because I want to get this right. See, I'm looking, I'm pulling up the high school here. So, um, Channel view, that's right. Where's that? View high school. That's my next stop. So we fit in weather, we fit in geography. What's next?
1: Health. We did health. health.
0: Yeah, we did. We did. At the beginning of the show, we yeah. did health. Gastrointestinal issues.
1: <laughs> Stomachache.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, it's down south. That's what I thought. South, okay. Yeah, it's, um, kind of. What's well, east of Houston? Like, directly east of Houston. Down. Ah. Uh, um.
1: Okay, okay. East. East.
0: Yeah, down I 10. So you go, like, if you're in Houston, you go straight down I 10, and you hit channel view. Hmm. <laughs> And then if you cross over where the, the ocean kind of splits it, you got Highlands right there. And Baytown.
1: Okay. So, there you go. Two East Texas guys. Well, well two f-
0: Texas guys. One East Texas one guy. Southeast one Southeast
1: Texas. I'll just say Southeast Texas. Deep South. Yeah, Deep Southeast Texas.
0: There are some people down there that would be offended that we would even bother to So
1: claim. what? We all family. <laughs> it's Texas. So but, uh. Texas. <laughs> Uh those who live in West Texas and North Texas are on a different plane. They're still a part of Texas but it's like it's they a, are on a different Yes yeah, a different plane. plane.
0: But but you know, like I said, back to the thing with with busing, I think that's great. Like I because we had a conversation with somebody Friday night that listen, there's a lot of good kids out here that don't get coverage. And I you know, that's part of the reason we do this show. That's why we put out content yeah. We want to expose yeah. these kids. So I thought it was great that it's getting national exposure that hey Brian Kelly and you know Steve Sarkisian landed their helicopter in 10buck to Timpson that nobody's ever heard of right you know and, and, and just the the atmosphere that that creates the buzz that that creates for that town those you know that coaching staff that team all of it I, I think that's great
1: well you look at it those two guys Brian Kelly's hungry for a win for some wins well Brian Kelly's
0: SC- looking going I I'm a competitor in the SEC. Yeah, like I'm, I'm right there with the Alabamas and, and the Georgians. And
1: then Texas is looking or are, are about to join too, and they're looking at we need so, some more competition.
0: But that's the also the reason because, like I said, I haven't seen one way or the other how he's been what position he's being recruited. Yeah, because for. because you've got Arch Manning. Are yeah. you really going to go back up under Quinn Ears again? Like that, you're going to yeah. double up on him if, if they're recruiting him as a quarterback? I don't know that. I haven't seen how they're recruiting him. Given
1: Given what he showed me when we seen him play uh, against mm-hmm. Field, uh he played safety. Dude can cover. He's fast. He's physical. And, and they may be recruiting him on that yeah. side of football, but I'm saying let, let's let just for
0: hypothetical reasons. Say they are recruiting him as a quarterback. If I'm Quinn Ewers, I'm looking
1: around going, really? Are you kidding me? If I'm Arch Manning, I'm looking around, too, because Bussy ain't short of greatness.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean... But the, but that's
0: why I'm not sold on the Arch Manning going to stay in your team, yeah. either. If that's, like... Unless I mean, unless Sarkeesian
1: like just wants the iron sharpens iron type of deal. But then where those
0: two dudes is going to go?
1: You see but, what I'm saying? Yeah. That,
0: so that's the other side of the other flipping of the coin here as far as the iron sharpens iron approach to recruiting at this point is all it takes is for somebody to call that kid up and say, I've got you a million dollars.
1: Well, for Sarkisian, it, it kind of looks like he's getting greedy at this point. And you don't want to backlash or crash anything uh, into you know something because here's the thing is you now have two of the number one recruits coming out of high school yeah. as, at your quarterback position. Mm. And then you go and possibly try to recruit Terry Bussey Who's up there as well? He's a four, probably four-star player. This says give him a four-star.
0: Yeah, I think he is considered a four-star. Recruit. Yeah,
1: four-star recruit. Don't get greedy. I, I get what you're doing. I get why, but don't get greedy. Let chew your food, slow down, and work with what you got. Because right now, the question is, we don't even know how long uh, Quinn Ewers is going to be there. It, whether he's staying all the way through, or We're is he going to
0: sure that. Steve Sarkisian's gonna have a job before they go to the SEC.
1: Well, that too. So if you I to...
0: go back to. I mean, he's making all these moves like he's gonna be there forever. But just because you almost beat Alabama doesn't secure your job. Yeah, no, that doesn't solidify. Bigger... But but I'm saying he's he's acting as if. Well, I got a job here. Like well, you know, and it goes back to the bowl game where he cusses out the guy from ESPN like he's somebody.
1: Well, if you do that. You gotta look at it now. They're going to the SEC, so they act, they gotta consistently play Alabama and the rest of the game. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, so it's not just about beating one team; it's about beating uh, the other six as well. And so mm-hmm. you you can't just load up and load up and load up. You can't get greedy with it. I get, like I said, I I get why you know you want you want the top players. But unless you're recruiting him on the defensive side of the ball, there's no reason for him to be. Now, he you could put him at receiver. You know. He, yeah, you could because he's just an athlete. You know, he ain't really he is. You can put him anywhere on the field and he'll play. But if you recruit him at quarterback, there's no need for him at mm-hmm. Texas. There's, there's no room. There's no need. There's no no need and no, and no room. You just. You you can't afford to to do that to a to a player coming out of high school, two of them at least, you just can't. So you're either gonna you're gonna you're gonna keep Arch Manning and Quinn Ewers. Uh, I don't know. I or let I really Arch think, Manning go and keep Terry Bussy.
0: No, I think I think Quinn Ewers is the odd man out. Like I don't, I don't know, the man. Bu- I'm kind
1: of feeling like Quinn Ewers is the odd man out.
0: I just said Quinn Ewers.
1: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm. Arch Manning,
0: you think Arch Manning's the odd man out?
1: No, I think Quinney was his. Yeah,
0: no, I, I really do. I think I think Quinnie's is the odd guy out. I yeah. think he bit off more than he could chew, leaving his senior year yeah. going to Ohio State. And I think he's going to be one of those guys who got caught up in the the hustle and bustle of the transfer portal and the NIL the stuff glitz
1: and the glam. Yeah, because by the new rule. This is the, If he enter it, enter it again, that's he the only time.
0: To, that would be his second time. Oh, yeah. So I, I would I would want to know, okay, are those players grandfathered in? Did it take effect now, or would they consider that his second time? Because if that's true and he tried to leave, he's sitting out of season.
1: Yeah. Man, I... I but you think about it. Quinn Ewers was the poster boy for the NIL deal. Yeah, he he's, got it all started. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: he was the first player to leave and say it was about the money. Yeah, like he he flat said it was about the money.
1: When he was, I never thought about it till now. He he's the poster boy. He was the poster boy for the nil deal. But
0: he was the poster boy for why I said this is dumb. Like this isn't gonna work. Yeah.
1: And he didn't handle it the right way. Uh, you know, he just did it, and I think everybody knew that.
0: But I think it would be kind of funny in some aspects, if he's the odd guy out. I mean, you know. He's a good because, quarterback. Don't me wrong, but are but. we talking about him differently if he beats Alabama? That's the other side of this. Like, if he doesn't have to leave that game with his shoulder injury. If he doesn't and leave. He, and then he drives down there and they beat Alabama. I think they. view Quinn Ewers differently. Or does it go back to what I'm trying to say about that football game, and that is that was early in the season. You tried to hang your hat on that game, and then you got showed up. A yeah. couple of times in the Big Twelve. Yeah,
1: I think I think both. Uh, I think it's kind of a mixture. Yeah, uh, because Quinn was is a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong; he is a very good quarterback. I think if he would have played and stayed in against Alabama, they beat them by a touchdown or easily. Possibly, yeah. Um, but also, it's like we talked about as well. Is they that that game kind of? set the tone for both of those team seasons. We thought it was going to end up good for, uh, Texas. Like, Oh man, they just be Alabama. They can be anybody. And you know, Yeah. and that wasn't the case. Um, because no one saw TCU sneaking up or happening. And, and then on top of that, you have Alabama looking at that game. And my, uh, theory and uh, opinion on them came out to be correct. They were not disciplined. I think that was the big part of Alabama's it wasn't that they weren't athletic they didn't have as many athletics af- af- athletes on the offensive side or, or period really as they used to have in the past they weren't as athletic as what they used to be and then on top of that they had disciplinary problems
0: Speaking of Alabama just, I wanted to throw this out here. This is why I'm a big Nick Saban guy. So there was a leaked video of him recruiting a kid via Skype, Zoom, whatever it was. And, uh, you know, somebody videoed it, of course. Mm. And it's out there now for people to watch. And so he's going through his spill. He said, number one, we've been in more national championship games than anybody. He said, number, you know, in the last decade or whatever it is, he spouts out all, all those numbers. He said, then number two, these other schools are going to tell you, well, if you go to Alabama, you might not start. He said, that's not true. We're very competitive. You could beat out my start and whatever. He said, but, he said, what does that say about them? He said, if they tell you, you're automatically a starter, but if you went to Alabama, you'd have to compete for a job. He said, how bad does that make them look? <laughs> I mean, he went all savage. I was like, He said, how, you know, he said that, he has that, a very good He said, point. that indicates that that's a losing program. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he, he has a goodness. The win.
0: yeah, the wind starting to.
1: But he has a very good point, and i never really thought about it because you would want to go to something where iron sharpens sharpens yeah, iron, like
0: where you have to compete for yeah, the job.
1: Yeah, you don't want a job given to you. and You suck at it because the team sucks too. Right.
0: Yeah, because you can't win. Or
1: not. Not necessarily that you suck, but the team sucks, and so you're the only guy out there that's any good. Right. right. But. That says a lot. I mean, now, but that's why I've, you know, I respect Nick Saban because he's a great coach. He's the GOAT. Yes. I respect. I I don't agree with some of his players. I can just tell their attitudes through the way they play. I could really see it this season. That's why I felt bad for him more so because, man.
0: that's not his style. He doesn't no, like that. No. He said, "Listen, we're going to address that. That yeah. can't be an issue." Well, that's
1: just like after the Texas games. You know, they were doing the te- the Longhorns down. You know, symbol. He's having to yell at him. Yeah, after the game, and he's like, "Don't do that crap." Now he used yeah. another word, but we're like, a family friendly show. Yeah, but he's like, "Don't do that crap." You know, he's yelling at his players. That right there alone told me Alabama is going to. Ha- they're not going to have a losing season, but they're not going to get back to the national championship. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't happen, you know.
0: I still argue they should have been a playoff. Team.
1: They should have been a playoffs, but I don't think they would have gotten back to a natty. Uh, just because they couldn't stay disciplined, they couldn't play disciplined ball. True. Yeah, you know? they, they did have some issues. Yeah, for sure.
0: But another uh, big news event that happened on the high school side of things, you know, is not only that Terry Bussey's getting recruited, but uh, Alito head coach Tim Buchanan retired after thirty years. Uh, of being a part of Alito ISD. He won eight state championships as the head football coach there, and three more as the AD. He actually took a little span of time where he was just the AD. They made the DC the the head football coach at the time, won three sick titles, and then DC moved on for another job, so Coach Buchanan came down to the sidelines and kept winning state. But a great career, a great man. Nick Saban was there uh, to congratulate him. Sonny Dykes was there. I believe Steve Sarkisian may have made an appearance. Jimbo Fisher, I think, showed up. I mean, a lot of a lot of people there to mm-hmm. honor him. And uh, what a great testament. Now he's uh, one shy of tying the state record, you know, with Scott Surratt and uh, Gordon Woods, but still a great career. Eight thing about eight state championships as a head football coach.
1: That's tough to do. It is. That's why we look at coaches like Scott Surratt, and <laughs> say, man, that's 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 greatness right there because it's hard to win nine championships. Some of them were back to back. Yeah. Uh these these uh these last two, this year and the year uh what last year? Well not for Carthage. No, not the year before. Yeah.
0: Uh I mean He went back to back and was going for his third in a row. I mean, you know, so yeah. he's had what, one three peat, I think. And then yeah. he's come close to a three peat two other times. Yeah. And and Coach Buchanan had a three-peat in there that to to get your players to buy in at that level, and I know y'all have heard me say this, but as long as I'm on the air, you're going to hear me. After you get beat out of the playoffs, or even if you win it all, and you've got those when it let's just when the playoffs are over, whenever that is for you, your underclassmen, you know, everybody thinks, oh well, they're just hungry to build. No, no. no. Your underclassmen look there, and they go, "We got to start all over. We got to go through off season. We got to go through spring. We got to take a couple months off, and then be right back in two days." Like they're looking, going, you know, it. And then we got to go through pre district. We got to go through district again. Then we got to hope that we can win those playoff games to get back to where, and, and just to be able to run a program where you consistently keep it in the the minds and will of your kid, you know, your your kids that hey, we're going to compete. For a state championship year in and year out, and to get them yeah. to buy into that level, that's incredible.
1: Yeah, but see, that's why I love, you know, Texas football, high school football, is because of that intensity. You know, yeah. From a stands, uh, a fans, I keep saying stands, but a, <laughs> same thing as a fan. But from a fan's <laughs> point of view, we we don't see or always see. The, the work they put in and uh, spring ball, yeah, off season with with weightlifting they run track and they do all these other sports. When it comes to football, we don't see the spring ball. We don't see you know the hard work they're putting in the in, two in days the weight room and, and yeah, two days. We don't see that the practices the long the practice maybe even the practice like you guys. You even told me where you know Tim Tim started a practice completely, completely over, over from the beginning
0: because a guy stepped. One inch to the left
1: on the offensive line. Yeah, and so we don't see that. We may we, hear the we stories. We got in late
0: that
1: night, by the way. Yeah. we may hear the stories, but we don't see it. But that's what all—that's all that makes a great program, and a great football team. But it's all that's being poured into the kids uh, during that time, you know. And when you talk about Carthage uh, at programs like Carthage with Scott Surratt and then Alito. Uh, Duncanville, Allen, all those kind of these top programs in Texas.
0: Well, I think okay, so you—it's funny you bring up Allen. I think Allen shows how hard it is to maintain that. Yeah, the last couple of years, they've you know, they Allen hasn't been the Allen yeah. that they're used to. Now, so I think they could get back there easily, but I'm saying that shows how hard it is to sustain that.
1: But and that and you also it also shows you know what the what hard work does because the teams that they were beaten. Ended up coming back, beating them. Didn't Ryan, didn't yeah. Geyer, teams like that prosper, you know, uh, having being, you know, some top two contenders in the high school football game. So it, that's why, you know, I love Texas high school football. Cause you talk about teams like this, even the small town teams and, and you see, you know, you understand the blood, sweat and tears that are put in that these, these coaching staff and these players put out. And, you know, it's good to see the return on it. Now, some of them do fall short, but you know.
0: But that's still the expectation. Yeah, like they start, and like I said, and, and most of them fall short—the regional final or the semifinal. I mean, and and that—that's when it's tough. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I unfortunately never got to win a state championship, but that was always when it was tough. When you 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 know, we we had the first uh, one season that I remember just really was crushing. We had you know the first ever ten and season. In school history at Harmony, so you know you make that sprint. We got, I mean, at one time there was a deal in the coach's office. There, it's not there anymore, I'm sure. But we got letters from the University of Texas, Texas A and M, uh, SMU, you know, colleges, you know, congratulating us on on you know the achievement. And so you, the emotion of that. You know, and and I remember us telling him that there will, ne- you know, somebody may beat, it, you know, match this, but nobody can ever, re- you know, beat it. You you will always be remembered as the first team in school history to have a perfect, you know, record coming out of the regular season. So then we you know, we go in, and blow out Paul Puett in the first round. We play Jack Spur in the second round. They get to us. Their tight ends better than we thought, and, and we lose that football game. But I remember, you know, on on the van, the, you know, riding in the coach's van, and and. uh us having the conversation that the hard part was going to be getting them to buy back in, mm-hmm. you know, because now they just hit the reset button. We got to do that all over again, you know. And so you you do that, uh, but but that that is tough. And so I have always admired these programs that can have Gunner is one of them at the three level. I you know I yeah. admire Coach Frazelle's uh, ability year in and year out to get. And, and the other side of that, most of the time, I'm not saying every time, most of the time. That shows that players are buying into a system because most of those schools keep the same offense and the same defense year in and year out. Whether you want to be a star or not, you're going to get that wing tee. You're yeah. going to get the pistol look. You're going to get the whatever. But but they have to buy the slot tee. You know, you, you, you got to buy into it. it.
1: Yeah, that that's the that's the big key for for anybody uh, around here, you know, or around anywhere really. Yeah, we talked a lot about it, you know, regarding Pittsburgh. You know, it's, it's important that those players buy into what Abrams is trying to do.
0: But, the, okay, and then we're, we are we got to move on to the NFL after this, but I, I want to say this. The problem there is you have to win. Like, if they're going to buy into it, they need to see. Win. Now, I you know, I, I thought after that first season, I thought you just bill off of that. For whatever reason, that didn't happen at all. Not only did you not build off of it, I mean, you just completely missed the boat. You know, the the saying going into the season was, you know, the ship left and it hadn't come back yet. Well, no, it came back and it crashed uh, very quickly. And and so I think that that's on the opposite. You know, so we're talking about these teams with sustained success, but I think that that is on the opposite end of the spectrum because it shows how hard it is to take a team that hasn't won in quite some time and get them to buy back in. I think that's why those jobs are t- so tough. Yeah.
1: Well, it's just like, you know, we heard in our meeting Friday winning begets winning. Yeah. You know, losing begets losing. You can take a, just like we heard this as well, you can take a player who's the best player, or player, but it's on a losing team. And then you take a player who's on a winning team, or maybe the best player on a winning team. Who do you have? Who do you take? Yeah. You take the player that's on the winning team, the best player on the winning team, because winning begets begets winning. And so that's the, that's the, the whole deal with these programs is These boys see that it's winning It's working It's getting them this far And it's yeah. gotten them some state championships Alright, let's keep on doing this mm-hmm. You know uh, It's not At that point It's not about what mom and daddy say we should do for coach But to see, that
0: that's the problem yeah, right it's now It's
1: about It's about You know, what coach is doing And coach is doing it right And it's working So We gonna do that And when that happens Regardless of what mom and daddy may say we sticking with Coach because Coach knows what he's talking about.
0: Yeah, then then you, you get some momentum to, to dig yourself out of a hole. Yeah. But I, I think there's going to be, you know, we're, there's still some movement on the coaching front here in East Texas. We're going to be keep, keeping up with that. It'll be interesting to see, you know, these kids are getting recruited uh, <clears throat> and, and where they wind up and, and gearing up for the season. Because really and truly, uh, we're coming up on February. Spring football will get rolling pretty quick. And, then of course, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll yeah. have a little bit of a lull there. Yeah. Uh, you know, during the summer, and then it's right back at it, and the grind starts all over. So, I mean, that's the thing about high school football, especially the the football season. It goes by in a flash, and it sometimes it feels like it takes forever. But but this year it seems to be kind of rolling along as we, you know, head into another season. Well, it's been a season that's closing up, uh, coming to an end. That's the NFL season. Went through another round of the playoffs, uh, the conference champions, and. It's going to be Philadelphia and Kansas City. And nobody saw that blowout from Philly coming at all. Now, you know, Brock Purdy gets hurt. He goes out, back up, goes out with the concussion. You have to bring Purdy back in there. And Purdy could not throw the football. No. Uh,
1: well, it's, it was the total opposite of what I thought it would be. Uh, but it, I've been saying, I don't think it has anything with – you know, I've been saying you no know, Purdy hadn't been battle tested Dallas tested him this time he just unfortunately got fortunately got injured and wasn't able to play uh but i thought that if 49ers could get it going in the middle cuz eagles have a soft middle
0: yeah they couldn't they couldn't do anything especially no. in the run game that yeah. was what shocked me
1: well i knew that i i knew they wouldn't be able to run between the tackles and they may if they had any chance or luck get get something going on the outsides but their bread and butter really would have come up the middle with with uh Kittle and even maybe putting uh McCaffrey out in uh in space somewhere in, but there. but I
0: think that's also where it hurt though that i mean Purdy couldn't get the football to him yeah you couldn't really expose that because there was no way to get the heat yeah. you watching that was brutal but he, how do
1: you, you but know. but this is this is what's even more. How do you get your backup quarterback hurt with a concussion?
0: It just happens. I mean, but here's the bigger story that nobody's asked. How healthy was Jimmy G? Could he have been? Yeah, Because, you know, there was a lot of talk where he kind of came out and said, listen, I think I'm going to be able to play. Kyle Shanahan said, let's pump the brakes on that. And nobody asked the question last night, how healthy could Jimmy G have gone? like, Like, could you have listed him as? Being on the roster And being they never active. did. And, this,
1: and it came, possibly that is what bit them in the butt in the end. But I but, really, I think that was, listen, if he goes in there and wins that football game. But see, now I'm seeing from critics and other reports is that uh, for San Francisco, Tom Brady could be you know, question mark. Tom Brady to San Fran. Uh, Trey Lance to. Uh, to Titans. And, and, and then the Bob Purdy can be too.
0: And, and the reason being that Sam Friend's uh, vice president of personnel is the new GM in Tennessee. And he was pretty evidently pretty high on Train Trey Lance. Lance. But, but, I mean, just, just for grins and giggles, again, we like hypotheticals on this show. What if Jimmy D- G had won that foot? Like, let's say he comes in and they win that football game, and they go and win the Super Bowl. How do you explain to your fans, yeah, we're going to let him walk? Like, I At this point, I don't think it's up to them. Right, I felt like it was more of a PR move on their part. We're just not even going to make him active, so that he has no chance of having to go in, and we don't have to answer no matter what happens. We don't have to answer any questions. I mean, again, I don't know that, but nobody really asked. Yeah, and that issue wasn't pushed. And if I'm in the post game press conference, that would have been my first question: was how healthy was Jimmy G? Really?
1: Yeah. But also, this is something that I mentioned earlier, is that I want to talk about this because, really, and and this is where you have to be honest and look at reality. Who was the, the most dominant in the NFL this season? The NFC East. Yeah. NFC East. Even the bottom two teams in the NFC East, they were a force to be reckoned with still. The Redskins and the Giants.
0: And it still looks yeah. to be a tough division. Yeah, it's it's
1: looking, to, it's shaping up to be another and tough depending division, depending on what those
0: two two teams do at the quarterback position. Yeah,
1: and then uh, you look at the NFC West, that was given to San Francisco because they were the best team in that division. They had no competition. They had no competition. They hadn't been as a team been battle. What I say is battle tested, and this is why I said weeks ago. Is that every team in the NFC East have been battle-tested. They have faced adversity. They've faced ridicule year in and year out. And they are hungry. Yeah. And it just showed. The Eagles came and they ate. The Eagles were the most dominant team in that game. And the score showed. And so, you look at it. I I have the Eagles winning it. Because I don't see, I don't see Kansas City. I, I think it's going to come down to how
0: you know, because you get that off week. I think that that helps Patrick Mahomes' ability to to yeah, move around well, some. Yeah, he couldn't move, and that's why it shocked me. I mean, you know, if if you don't get that rough in the passer call, that goes to overtime. I think that the Bengals win that game.
1: Well, the the Bengals made some bad moves on defense.
0: They, they did. They made some poor defensive decisions. Yeah,
1: it, yeah, and that's what cost them the game ultimately. It was nothing that Joe Burrow was but doing.
0: Exactly. Okay, so I want to I want to say this, and and here's what we're you know every show after. Well, what about Joe Burrow now? You know, nothing's gonna it, happen with Joe Burrow. Well, no, I mean, but but everybody's you know because coming into the, the weekend, if he beats Patrick Mahomes again, then there was a conversation to be had about where does he rank. Now everybody's gonna be hating on Joe Burrow. You know, I saw it last night. Everybody hating on Joe Burrow. He's still a top end great oh, yeah, quarterback by far. Period. He still has that swagger to him. He still takes the. He's got everything you want in a QB one. But period. I just,
1: I just, I just gotta say this. I want to say this for, say this to the uh, Cincinnati fans. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? I, I, I told you this last night when that when I told when they won. I said. I had tossed it up in the air, just was letting it float, and it caught wind. It I said, "I said this may be the year that Patrick Mahomes beats Joe Burrow, that they beat him, yeah. and, and, and it he happened. Did. He pulled it off. Yeah, but
0: but I think the key to the Super Bowl game is going to be just how healthy can he get? Like, yeah, I, I want to see you know how that ankle does Look, with a week's that, rest.
1: Yeah, and that was you know watching that game last night in the fourth quarter, and you know it panned in on it a, quite a few times. Is how tender he was moving on that ankle, yeah, and that you know was a concern on whether or not he'll be able to drive them down there to win. Mm -hmm. But that shows the competitiveness of uh, Patrick Mahomes, and you know he put it all on his shoulders and he ran for that first down. And you know a lot of people, especially the Bengals fans, will argue that call. Uh, Even the coach had argued it and said, you know, he flopped. Like I said, I thought in the moment. Now, I know, I know you saw it down, it, it looks like they made the yeah. right
0: call. But in the bang-bang moment, I don't make that call if I'm that official. Not in that situation.
1: Because it was a hard call to – you know. That's,
0: that's a hard call you could to You couldn't tell have.
1: if his foot was already down or
0: – Yeah, in the – like I said, why not work it out? Because if you, you watch the steel frame of it, yeah, he probably made the right call. But in the moment, I didn't like the call. I don't think you need to make that call. Yeah. It's a playoff game. And that's been my issue with the playoffs thus far is the NFL officiating crews have inserted themselves into these ball games unnecessarily. Yeah. Like for well, no reason.
1: If you look at that call again, that flag was kinda hesitant. It had come out immediately.
0: Yeah, exactly. And to me, my rule with officials has always been if you don't throw it, it immediately never they dunk, it. Have- then don't. Yeah. Like if you if what? you I have argued with many official on a Friday night that would and put it back and then throw it. And well, I'm like, I, you got talked into
1: that. I'm guessing I I'm really guessing he looked at the judge on that uh, and was like, "Was it you?" Know, because I think from, he, from from what I saw, I think
0: he looked to the far side. Yeah, but the problem I have with that, and here, here's and this is my issue with the fishing injury at all levels, high school, college, and and pros. The far side should it. not make any call yeah. like that. There's no way that he clearly saw that. Yeah, I think if that game is anywhere but Kansas I, City, I don't think that that call gets made. And I think, because there was there was some talk going into that game that, hey, listen, there's you're going to start hearing uh, that next year those championship games are going to be at neutral science, the AFC and the NFC. I don't like that, but I think that that's going to make a case for why you should do that. Because okay. I think if you're in Cincinnati or you're in – you on know, neutral side, I don't think that he makes because that
1: call. Because the fan, the fan base doesn't determine. You right, have you're a not even...
0: gauging what's going on, but you can see any time that a, a, an official hesitates to make a call, yeah. and it's this way in basketball, any time that they, they hesitate, they're gauging in their brain the reaction. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't, especially in a playoff game, with the Super Bowl on the line, a well, chance for Joe Burrow to get the football back and go to overtime, you you can't make that call. Not bang bang. Like I yeah. said, it might not be the right call in yeah. the, the the literal sense of the way it's written, but in the moment, I didn't like. The I,
1: I I well, and I think you know there was hesita- hesitation. I believe there was, and I believe they there were ga- they were gauging the reaction to it, and he decided to throw it. And but I still I, go I,
0: back I, to what I said about the, at the beginning of the show, and I know you don't. Sit, I still say if that's not Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and maybe Joe Burrow, I don't think he gets that. And may it's look. not a
1: playoff game, then it? it it probably doesn't get it was a regular season
0: game game. But if they likelihood about of, purdy, I don't think he gets that call.
1: Yeah he does. Mm. I, I think he does. I I, I don't know. I do I, I, I believe he does, and here's why It's because he's a quarterback. You look at it at the leaks they're going to protect these quarterbacks now. Regardless so, of who it so is. You're
0: saying that it's reached a point in the So your opinion is it's reached a point in the NFL, it doesn't matter who the quarterback yeah, is.
1: Because shoot man, look at if that was the case, all them times Tom Brady was getting hit by Dallas and then it caught one flag. So I'm that's what I'm saying. It's no longer about who who it is. Tom Brady got hit plenty of times by that. But I
0: also will say, I think part of the reason he didn't get those calls is that offensive line was just so atrocious. Like, there was no way for the officials to cover that up.
1: Yeah, but other other than that, but he was still getting hit. Oh, he was still getting hit. But I think – In the other game Sunday, there have been flags all over that field.
0: That's true. But
1: I I do think, like I said, I
0: thought part of the things that hurt him there, even though that game was in Tampa Bay, was that everybody – and their blind grandmother knew how bad that offensive line yeah. was. That he was just getting eaten up.
1: Yeah, but but still, that it's Tom Brady we're talking about, and that's the reason why I say at this point it doesn't matter who it is, prop uh, Purdy, Dak Prescott, whoever you you name it, they're getting the call. And here's why: is because even though there was hesitation, and he may have gauged the reaction to it. It ended up being the right call. Patrick Mahomes' foot down was down. If you look at it from look at it from the back view, his foot was out of bounds. And the the linebacker at the time was in pursuit of him. And he did push him like that. And that's what called. They were both going still relative, going full speed, relatively. And had he not have touched him. Patrick Mahomes just probably would have ran into that bench. They called him, and then the game goes on, you know. He's out of bounds. The game goes on. But it's the fact that he pursued him out of bounds and and pushed him. That's what, while he was already out of bounds, foot feet down and everything, that's what gaged that call. Because the guy that's the front judge may not have seen it because of everybody that was in front of Patrick Mahomes like this. Mm-hmm. But the guy that was on the back end probably saw it. That's why I said you had to look at it from the back because you clearly see his foot had already touched out of bounds. That's why he probably probably did look to him for that call because it was empty on his backside. He probably saw it at a clear view from where that camera angle was and where he was standing. But it ultimately ended up being the right call. He did push him. He shouldn't have touched him. But it's just like I said, It's it, it was a mistake that was made it shouldn't have been made um and it could have been prevented it was just a bad mistake in the bad at a bad time for the, it's for that guy a terrible time yeah. yeah and you know he he's young he's a rookie i believe um it, it happens you know bad time for it to happen but it happens uh but it was it was the the right call i think what it is is that there was just emotions you know
0: well, i agree but I, I that's why i go but in hindsight, was it you know by by letter of the law the right call? Yes. Can we tell that by a slow down, video angle? Yes. I, I just it was just in the
1: moment. It's I, it, the only thing that makes it arguable. Arguable is that it was hesitant. Yeah, that he because it didn't immediate it didn't immediately come out right. You know, there was a full second or two, maybe and, three. And once and that then,
0: happens to me, you got to put the flag. Yeah,
1: up. yeah, I I agree with you there. I I do agree with you there. But uh it, it was the right call Now there was a call in that game that was questionable where the fourth down the third down was waived. yeah and they and I was like, okay, so you're just gonna give them that was what led to that play actually yes it was um, you're gonna give them a whole another job now that's what needs to be checked out
0: mm-hmm.
1: because then you know they did go back and show where he was running onto the field waving his hands. And it it was sad because you couldn't hear his whistle because of the crowd. Right. Uh, I'm saying start putting some mics on these whistles.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there's something to enhance it.
1: Yeah. But um, they did go back and show where he was running out on the field, waving his hands uh, to to draw the playoff, to call the playoff. But I'm saying you could not see that. I guess he was like before – so much behind the defense that, you know, Patrick Mahomes couldn't see it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think he saw the official. Yeah. Like, you got to feeling he, he And he had
1: to get out of the way when the, you know, the yeah. play was called. But that's I, I'm surprised nobody's really talking about that because that was the questionable call right there. Well, uh, we
0: always talk about the play, not the one that led up to the play. Yeah. You know, we always talk about that. But
1: that right there is what led up to that play happening. They yeah. took away a fourth down and replayed third down. And
0: but we'll have all week to kind of, and and most next week to talk about that the matchup between uh, Philadelphia and, and San Francisco. But I wanted to kind of take take some time, like I said, and look back uh, over this past weekend. And if you're the 49ers, you've got a lot of questions there at quarterback. Not the sense of, but but just who are you going to keep? Or are you going to move on from? What's going to happen? Is you know Tom Brady uh, really interested? I'm going to talk about that. Uh, here in just a minute, but I think you have a lot of questions if you're that if you're Cincinnati, you're gonna be back. Like you, you just assume that okay, let's go back to the drawing board, you
1: know, what, what, make, make a few changes. Yeah, what also didn't help Cincinnati now, even though it did lead to a putt later on, is that Eli Apple uh passed interference. Mm-hmm. He does it again. And he's been known he's practically known for it at this point in the NFL.
0: Yeah, that's his reputation. Yeah,
1: is holding and pass interference. Uh, at the most inopportune times, it, you don't, you just don't do that. And he may be very well be a good player, you know, but you're not helping your team, man. When you're, and it was an unnecessary hold, and for Eli Apple and the B, the Bengals, you have to kind of evaluate. Like, okay, we're gonna keep. Are we going to allow that to happen? Because if you're going to be emotional about that call, you might as well be emotional about the guy holding. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and, and moments he didn't have to give up a 15 yard. What should have been, matter of fact, what should have been a sack on fourth down on the punt ended up mm-hmm. being a first down because of yeah. a 15 yard penalty. Because of the pass. They made
0: too many mistakes. Like, you can't
1: afford to do that in yeah. the playoff game. Matter of fact, that is what led to that final drive.
0: Yep, it, it did.
1: So it was mistakes made on that defense that got the Kansas City Chiefs down there in that yeah, position. Yeah,
0: I think that's one area of your team that you, if you're Cincinnati, you definitely have to address is that defense because you're going to put up points. Yeah, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, all of, you know, they, they're, Joe Mixon, they're they're going to get theirs. They're gonna they're gonna get theirs. Yeah. But you you got to address that defense. I think that's one area you know that they look at during the off season, maybe shore it up and uh, go back to the drawing board, but. You know, not no big overall. Like I said, to me, that all eyes are on San Francisco now, and who do you keep? Who do you move on from? And what's what's on the table? Uh, speaking of clean house, the Cowboys have done it. The cupboard is now bare. Uh, and by the what? way, just to throw this out there, Kellen Moore goes to the Chargers mm-hmm. as the offensive coordinator. Get, get
1: that out the way. Yeah. I'm so. get, uh, but I'm, if you've ever seen, and it's been uh, surfaced and uh, streamed a lot of times. First Bel-Air, final episode. Uh, where Will is standing in the emptiness of what used to be the big house. Um, it's empty air moving, uh, and you know he's everybody's gone, and he's just standing there and he's looking around and he shuts off the lights. Yeah. You know, boom. You know, that's 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 the show. That's what it looks like in Dallas right now. Mm-hmm. Picture that. Because the only people that stayed, Al Harris, Dan Quinn, and Mike McCarthy, barring, barring maybe a, maybe and Fossil for you say his name? Fossil for However, those only four guys. That everybody else is gone. The quarterback coach Nussmeier just got got released too. He just he's gone now. Yeah. So I reached out to Elwin
0: about this, and I said, any speculation as to who they might be interested in bringing in for the offensive coordinator? He said, no, I honestly don't have a clue. He said, I thought when they didn't fire him, when they fired the other five assistants, that they were going to keep him another year. So there was a sense that he was going to get to stay, and I know that there was one more meeting held, and I, I, I you got to assume that didn't go well. McCarthy, by all accounts, is going to take over the play calling, which I've been making that case for a while now, that you, why do you hire Mike McCarthy if he's not going to pl- call plays? You didn't hire him to be that CEO type of head coach. You hired him to be involved in the the game uh, planning and not well, only that, but the game okay. calling.
1: So I've I seen something earlier today as well. Back in 2012, uh, Jason Garrett was calling the plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, Jerry Jones took that away from him. Yeah. And ever since then, it's been the offensive coordinators calling the plays. Well,
0: because, you know, that season, Jason made some, some errors on the CEO side. Yeah. And, and I think that Jerry thought, well, let's make it to where our head coaches only have to worry about that issue. But I, I, I still made the case, even though with that being true, that why are you paying Mike McCarthy that kind of thing? Why do you bring in a Mike McCarthy if he's not... There are plenty of other guys who could be CEO type of head coaches, but Mike Mike
1: McCarthy is not that. Is bad. an
0: offensive minded coach, and you bring him in to call the offense to, to design his, yes. you know, impose his style of offense on a football team, and we haven't seen that. Now it looks like we're going to get a, a chance to see what Mike McCarthy can do with the Dallas Cowboys. Yes,
1: but if you're if you're looking at it like that, Jerry pretty much imposed that on every head coach. And, well, not even every because he came in after Jason Garrett, but he imposed that on Mike McCarthy and didn't even know and didn't even give Mike McCarthy a chance. Yeah. And you let three- And we've been told, you
0: know, there was rumblings that he didn't trust McCarthy to call the play. I mean, now and it th- th- seems like Because of whatever, one play. Yeah, and, and now it seems like whatever was was said in that, you know, final meme with Kellen Moore. Was no. enough for them to say, you know what? We, not only do we have to move on, but well, you're
1: hey, going to call. And I plays. go back and I say, Kellen Moore was never Mike McCarthy's guy. Mike McCarthy brought in every def- defensive coordinator that he wanted. Yeah, he brought uh, Mike Nolan with him, and that didn't work. And so that didn't work, so he brought in, in Dan Quinn. Yeah, and so he never brought in the offensive coordinator that he wanted. If he even now, of course, he has to have one, but he probably wants to call plays. Yeah,
0: the the, the new offensive coordinator will will. You know, more than likely, be involved in the game playing and be the the uh, the OC slash quarterbacks coach. Yeah, you know, that's and now now the interesting side to that is who would want to take that job because that's kind of been the thing with Eric Bieni about why he you know may or may not be getting head coaching jobs is because he doesn't call the plays and everybody knows Andy Reid calls the plays mm-hmm. and so there's some question about okay, well, if it was up to you, what could you do? Uh, now it, it does appear that he's going to get that chance. He's still up for. A couple of, or uh, for the Colts job, and he's still up for, I believe it's the Baltimore Ravens offensive coordinator position that they uh, have asked to speak with him. And there he would get to call the plays because Harbaugh is a yeah. defensive minded football coach. He, he handles more of that side of the football. So I, I think that that's going to be the interesting thing is who would you bring in then if they know ahead of time, listen, I'm not calling the plays, I'm just part of the game planning. You know, and I, I think that'll be interesting. Yeah.
1: But you know, it for for Dallas, it looks very interesting. But this is what I said, is because you know you made the statement. You know, Dallas, this is that's the this is the end of the Cowboys as we know it, and I think that's a good thing, uh, because that gives you room. You don't have to. They got rid of all the stuff that was left over from the Jason except Garrett, except
0: for the quarterback. Now that's my big argument. Well, that you still have Dak Prescott. You still have to figure out what you're going to do at quarterback.
1: You're going to stick it out with Dak. That's the, that's the best you can do because there's too much money tied up in him.
0: That's the problem. Yeah, it, if I if I'm McCarthy, I'm marching up to Jerry's office right now and I'm saying Okay, but that's you a do, question. That's a quit giving players these big contracts. Yeah.
1: Because but well, you're going to have to stick it out with Dak. I think that's something we need to face as fans. But I less. think if if
0: Dak Prescott's the quarterback next year, I don't think the Cowboys will win the division.
1: I don't think Okay, but here's the thing.
0: I don't even know that they make the playoffs.
1: Well, this is where I kind of argue that. Because, so if Mike McCarthy, and this is why I told you this is what we need to watch film, is Mike McCarthy, if he's calling plays, you go back to the type of offensive offensive guy that he is. He's not a pass heavy. Now, he'll have receivers, but he doesn't need receivers. He doesn't use them. He'll use them, but they're not the key piece to his game. Mike McCarthy ran play action with... Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers a whole yeah, lot, very heavy. which is what f- all season we've been saying and other his critics and spokesmen and commentators and anybody you can ask have been saying, you need to run play action with Dak, Kellen Moore.
0: Yeah.
1: And this is a, Kellen Moore does the exact opposite of what people are saying. I And he just, that's why I, I question his, what does his playbook look like? You know, what is he really fully capable of doing? Uh, and we may get to see that with the Chargers. But here's why That's here's why I disagree with it. Because if Mike McCarthy is calling the plays, Dak's not getting the ball a lot. Yeah. The, that, the, the ball would not be in Dak's hands a lot. He probably won't even be throwing it deep. It'd probably right. be a bunch of across the middle, play action, option, top, top plays. Because you, you build off your quarterback's strengths. Aaron Rodgers had a strong arm. So, you seen Aaron airing it out there a lot. That doesn't have a strong arm like that. So, he's not just going to be airing it out, like, you know, down the field. No. Yeah, I do think you're going to have a better
0: evaluation of the talent.
1: Yeah, you know, and so this and so this is where you get into the Cowboys about them. You know, there's been talks about them getting B. John Robinson out of Texas as a first-round pick. I don't see him falling to the Cowboys unless they're they, – uh, Mel
0: Kiper still has him. He still, his layers, Mike Graf, still has him falling that low, based on what he's saying. Uh, but he's the top back and part Okay, I think here's part of it is that I think that that is going to affect this. For whatever Chicago desperately wants out of that one spot, and I think it, I think it all depends on who trades up. So you tell me,
1: the Texans aren't going to trade up.
0: Doesn't look like it. They, there's been no real so, push uh, on there. So okay, not, I mean, I think the closer we get to the draft, the more.
1: So okay, here's what Chicago can do if they want out, but nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna trade up that much just to get Bryce Young. It's it's, it's way too much that you want to lose that you don't necessarily have to lose. Well, I think it just depends.
0: Does Because Indy's sitting there, what at six, I believe. So I mean, but that's Indy, far. That's way. I could see Indy going up to get him. I th- and, but I think a large part of that is who, who's the head coach in Indianapolis, too.
1: But I think a large part of that also is who's the head coach in Houston.
0: So, D'Amico Rines is the, is going to get that job. So, by all reports, D'Amico Ryans, the, the defensive coordinator for the 49ers, uh, they were just waiting on that game to be over. I think Byron
1: Lefwich takes that offensive coordinator job.
0: In, in Houston? Mm-hmm. That, that that His name has been mentioned as a possibility.
1: I, I think he takes that job. And here's why. It's because... It's what we talked about uh, last week on the show. My brother brought his name up as possibility. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't... The type of quarterback that Brian Leftwich was, was, he could throw it. But he was also... He reminds you... Bryce Young's gameplay reminds you of a Brian Leftwich. I feel like Brian Leftwich as an offensive coordinator or quarterback's coach has a lot to offer to a young guy like Bryce Young in the NFL. Um uh, a lot of what he couldn't do with Tom Brady, one, because Tom Brady wasn't able to move around, um, he had an arm, but he didn't have that many weapons. If Houston was to get a Bryce Young, that still leaves them room to go and draft in the second round and third round, and get you some, uh, get you maybe a, a couple of receivers, you have running backs, uh, get you about three more offensive linemen, and you're set, and built off of that, your defense is good. Uh, you could you could stand to get another corner, but your defense it doesn't need that much, you know, tweaking. But speaking of the Texans hire here, that's interesting to me that they're going to
0: go. back. this would be three defensive head coaches in a row for them. That was well, I didn't I I, I thought you want to move on, like you want to try something different. Yeah, you because right. it, to me, if you're hiring D'Amico Ryan's, why didn't you keep Lovey Smith? Like, yeah, to me, I mean that same defensive mind. So I, I, I just thought that that was interesting, that they went in that direction. because yeah. I really thought once you let go of you okay, you're going to go get an offensive guy, and that's going to be an okay. enticement to Bryce Young to want to come. Who's still out there? Well, so here was the thing. They really desperately won Sean Payton. But the Saints, and I'm going to talk about Sean Payton here in a minute, but the Saints are asking so much out of that deal as far as compensation plus what you're going to pay him that they... They had to go out. The fact that Eric Bieniemy is not up for that job surprises me. If I'm Houston, I'm calling Eric Bieniemy, and I'm telling him, you know, you're going to get to call plays here. You're going to get to be the head football coach, and then he can sit down and tell Bryce Young, "Listen, I worked with Patrick Mahomes. Like I helped mold him into who he is." And then that that's an enticement. If I'm Bryce Young, I want to go play for that guy. But it, but I'm not really excited. For, a, for for Domenico Ryan, yeah. like if I'm if I'm Bryce Young, I'm I'm going okay.
1: I, I I'm really going to be and watching the Texans. I mean, they're they're obviously the number one team, whether or not they have the the number one pick uh, overall. But they're the yeah. number one team that's going to be watched. I think everybody else, but everybody the Cal- assumes that Bryce Young is going to Houston. Yeah, uh, that that's the big part is because you know, but and here's but. Here's why it do, it shocks me that they don't move up or they don't trade up for that number one spot. Is because it's, it's like they have so much confidence that Chicago is going to skip past Bryce Young. And well, I think if Chicago was
0: going to draft Bryce Young, I don't even think that there's any talk about them trading that pick. And I think that that's why they assume okay, if nobody trades for it and they get stuck with one, they're not drafting Bryce Young. Because but if they were are they drafting draft? Bryce Young.
1: Huh? What are they? Who are they going to draft that they don't, don't get that's,
0: So that's why I think they desperately want out of it because, because they, they don't, don't need a, to, they don't need a quarterback. They don't need a quarterback, and they don't want to have to justify the the move if they don't draft a quarterback at one.
1: Yeah, but do you? But do you? Because they need an offensive line, but, but you're not going to draft not trading
0: that. up. Also, they're banking on an ending. Or maybe even a Seattle or somebody like that not going and getting the one, or or Washington. I mean, they're they're banking that nobody else is going to offer up what Chicago is looking for, and there's been no real clear indication
1: about what that would be. Now, okay. Well, it's, it's got it's it's about who has the trade pieces to do that. Uh, Indy doesn't have the trade pieces to to they don't have anything to offer. Well, okay, but
0: but what if Chicago? Because like I said, it's not out there. I really believe that Chicago's w- would trade draft pick for draft pick because you got Indy sitting there at I believe it's six
1: it may be seven but, but they're sitting right there. So you're gonna take you saying give them the number six spot for the number one. Yeah, just to just to, to get, get them a, out get of the out. hot seat. Okay, that's a possibility too, but you're gonna give up more than that. I don't think so. I think they just won out of the hot seat. Okay, well that's fine.
0: I, I'm interested to see what they're gonna for, put for out Indy
1: there. for Indy. But if I'm if I'm Chicago and I'm looking at at, at a Seattle. You best believe I'm asking for DK Metcalf. I'm yeah, asking for all you but, but for your best not, guy. But
0: they're not gonna do that. Because if, if you trade him, then you're not drafting Bryce Young. And then, like, well, yeah. That that's gonna be the other side. But if I'm Houston and I have any inkling that Bryce Young's not coming, I'm trading down.
1: Like, why Houston they, just won't measure... give up that number two spot? Why do that why do they love it so much? Just give up. Give it the number but of I think, it, well,
0: but I also think it's going to be you know up to that coach. So if you hire Domingo Rines, I think you know him and Nick Cassero are going to sit down and have a conversation. But then if you hire him, I think you have to go back to Bryce Young and say, okay, we hired a defensive line head coach. Here's who we're thinking is OC. Would you come here? And if he says I really don't want to play for you, and I'm going to make this an issue, such as Eli Manning did, you know, with San Diego all those years ago, and Philip Rivers got involved. And Ben Roethlisberger paid the price for all of that. I, well, think, I, I can see that happening. I think to avoid that, though, if I'm Houston, I got to trade down. Yeah, maybe I trade down to six, you know, or, or something. But but it all it, it it's all going to come down to will Bryce Young play for the Texans? In my mind, yeah. I think that's the most important question that has to be asked and answered. Is does he want to play? Well, in Houston?
1: if he doesn't, you got to remember one more guy that's kind of sitting out there on the periphery. Is uh, C.J. Stroud? Stroud's not going above Young though. I, young, I'm right. not. I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he's going above one. But if Houston doesn't, but if Houston doesn't take Bryce young and somebody else does, they could get they could get C.J. Stroud. That's why I mean. Well, that's Bryce, why if I'm
0: them, I trade down because you you can get Stroud probably at Houston, four or five. You yeah. Know.
1: But here's the reality of it. There's so many good quarterbacks in this draft. Houston could get anybody and be fine. Uh, it just, I think it's just the, what's what's holding this up right now is the who's going to be head coach, and then who's and going to
0: and be... will Bryce Young play there?
1: I yeah, think that's a big.
0: That's... I, I still, and we're, I mean, we're acting like it's just a foregone conclusion that whoever they draft would be the starter. I'm not even sold on that. I don't know that they're not going to give Davis Mills another year.
1: Oh no. I No, I don't think that they should, but I don't know that they won't. Well, here's why. It's because Lovey got to the point where he was switching Davis Mills and that other guy out.
0: Yeah, yeah. but I don't think you're going to... Because the old saying is, if you have two quarterbacks, you ain't got one. I don't think you're going to see that. But I'm not convinced that if I'm Houston, do I really want to put a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud or even a Will Levis back there and run the risk of... Stunning his development. I think that's gonna be the other interesting side of it is I, where I, do they what do they plan to do with this new draft?
1: I, I tell you what. He has a better protection than Indianapolis and Houston.
0: Alright, well, I agree, yeah. Uh
1: I think that's Chicago. a better
0: situation.
1: That's why I'm rooting for Houston to get because any other any other team if and this I've been heavy on this for the last few weeks. Is if your offensive line isn't up to par, don't go draft no quarterback in the first round. Don't do that to him, because what you're gonna do is you're gonna draft. We've seen it new this past season, mm-hmm. is that you. Kenny Pickett's is the main guy, the main and he one got slaughtered. Yes, and then Joe Burrow his first season.
0: Yep, got got a knee injury. Yeah,
1: and so it's good that Cincinnati saw that and said we need to go fix that. Yeah, uh, but you don't do that. Because you risk something like that happening and stuck in their growth. Mm-hmm. Injuries and all that. You don't want that to happen. So if your offensive line is trash, if they're not good, if it's not together, do not go I, I don't teams should not go draft Cincinnati, although they probably will, will probably draft a quarterback in the first round. Uh Chicago, I don't know what they're gonna do.
0: Wait, who who do you think should draft a quarterback in the first round? Cincinnati. I no, got uh,
1: Cincinnati. Uh, Indiana, Indianapolis. Oh,
0: Indianapolis. Yeah, Indy's going to draft.
1: Uh, Indianapolis is going to draft a uh, quarterback in the first round. Should they? No. But they are. Uh, Wait,
0: so you think that they should let Sam Elliger have another year? Because Matt Ryan's not going to do it.
1: I think so, yes. Nick
0: Foles is done. You might
1: as, you might as well. Because Okay, but here's the thing.
0: But I think that the other side of that, too, is who gets that job. Because if yeah. I Eric the enemy,
1: I want a quarterback. You, I, I just I, left Patrick I, Mahomes. I, I, I'm saying, man, I, I get it. You want a quarterback, but you have to look at your interior. Your interior is not good. You had Matt Ryan getting towed up. Well, well but you
0: that. also did him a severe disservice because somebody waited way too long to get him out of Atlanta.
1: Yeah, you know? but. You just clean up your offensive line. It makes sense for a Dallas to go get a quarterback. If, you know, the trade clause and all that stuff wasn't going on with Dak, it would make sense for Dallas to go get a trade, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. get, a, get a quarterback. It would make sen- It makes sense for Houston to get a quarterback. It makes sense for Seattle to get a quarterback. And it makes sense. But I
0: still think that they're going to stick with Geno Smith. I think they're going to draft a quarterback. Oh, but I fine. still say that they bring him back.
1: And then it makes sense for the Rams to get a quarterback, uh, somewhat. So
0: that's a situation that nobody's really talking about either. Yeah, it's kind of gone cold. Because, yeah. What about
1: Baker Mayfield? Uh, but I think we'll see to when the off when, when the off the co-
0: season hits full swing, free yeah, agency really good start, I think that's going to yeah. be a big, a big deal. But, and, and then two quarterbacks that are holding up the market too. Or Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, because nobody knows. They have yet to make an announcement. Aaron Rodgers, so uh, Adam Schefter put it out there over the weekend, though, that the sense in the NFL is that Aaron Rodgers will not be, in, that they want to trade him, and that he wants out. He wants to be traded. So, if he But that's if he plays football. He still is not committed to playing another year in the NFL.
1: Mm.
0: And Tom Brady's just not answering any questions. He says, "Leave me alone," because he doesn't he doesn't want that.
1: I'm following Tom Brady on TikTok. I think that you Tom, know Tom Brady makes music, huh? Can he, he make, sing? He guys
0: he can hold a tune. He makes okay. beats. He makes music. I didn't know that? Yeah. Well, somebody ought to ask him on TikTok. Are you going to San Fran? But I also wonder. You know, I I go back to because now all of a sudden you know there's that report out there that hey, you know it's being dangled out there. Could Tom Brady go to San Francisco? But if I'm San Francisco, you had a chance to bring him in this year. Why didn't you do that? Like, if you're going to bring him in now, why
1: didn't you do it well, before? Well, the question is, what the heck do they love about Trey Lance so much?
0: I don't. I mean, that's a Kyle Shanahan question. Because apparently he was a quote-unquote Kyle Shanahan quarterback. But there seems to have been a love affair. And you traded up to get him.
1: Where did that's Trey Lance come from?
0: Uh, he was at, Trey Lance was at BYU. No, yes, no. Uh, Zach Wilson was at BYU. Yes, uh, Trey Lance was at that other group of five school. Uh, let's see. Uh, pulling this up, I used to know right off the top of my head, but I've got, I, I get these quarterbacks. North Dakota, North Dakota State. That's right.
1: Same where uh, yeah, R- R- Carson R- R- K- Wentz
0: came
1: yeah. from. So one of the teams on to learn Winning begets winning.
0: Yeah.
1: What is it? The best player on the team? And they're a losing team?
0: Yeah. And you're, you're, you're Or they you're, haven't
1: they haven't played any good teams. Uh okay. Uh That's why you have players like Jalen Hurts that are winning. And that's in the Super Bowl right uh, yeah, now. Yeah, because winning begets winning. Yes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Now, granted, it was the Texas AM, but still, Big 12. Big conference. Used to winning. Uh, who else? Uh, who else is out there? Tua. Tua. Talking
0: about Loa. Uh, you know, it, it,
1: uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence.
0: Trevor Lawrence. Uh... Joe Burrow, yeah, Joe Burrow, big time. Because I go back to that rookie year when that team was bad, but he walked up to the line of scrimmage like I'm gonna torch you. Yeah, <laughs> And like somebody's telling him this isn't LSU 2019, yeah. man. Like this is this is but, Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, that Joe Burrow. Uh, and here's another thing: you you want a quarterback? Now those quarterbacks may be gunning their conference, but that gun. You look at Carson Wentz now and yeah. they argue that he was better than that. He had he had that as of right now has the better has the better career. True. But that brings me to that. I think
0: we we look at Carson Wentz because we go back to what if he hadn't got hurt prior to that Super Bowl in Philly. You know, cuz it put Nick Foles on the map, but I, I I think we give him a little bit of a leash there. Yeah. I think he gets a sympathy leash.
1: Yeah. You know? But you had to sense that, okay, he come back and he'll do it again. Yeah. it didn't happen. And
0: it never happened. He never fully recovered from yeah. that injury.
1: But talk about that Prescott. He was in the SEC team, but it was Mississippi State. Never won big games, playoff games. Never made only it to. Only it. made a couple of bowl
0: games, I think, yeah. uh, under Dan Mullen there, yeah.
1: Uh. So, once again, not used to winning like that.
0: Yeah. But, but if I'm San Francisco, i I just go back to it. You could have had, to, that was the whole reason that he went to the World Cup game. He met with, you know, the, the uh, Tampa Bay ownership was to ask them permission to say, you know, will you let me go so that I can go and play in San Francisco? And for whatever reason, it didn't work out. But if I'm San Francisco, if you didn't bring him back, or bring him in last year. I I, I don't know why you would do it this year. But it'll be interesting to see, does he want to play? If if so, where does he wind up? And you still have that TV deal with Fox.
1: Okay, um, that. Well, I want to know, why ain't nobody talking about Aaron Rodgers? Uh, because, why are they downplaying Aaron Rodgers like that? B- because
0: Aaron Rodgers just went silent. Aaron, Aaron's not out there. He's not talking about it. He was on the Pat McAfee show. The only thing he really said was, I'd be more than likely I will not play for $60 million. If I play, but he, I think the fact that he, this, so here's the difference. Last year, he was out there adamant, vocal, all of those things. This year, it's, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to push myself away from the supper table. I'm going to digest what's going on. I'm going to look around the league. I'm going to see, do I want to play anywhere? If so, where, what, you know, what would the compensation need to be? How would we make this work? And, you know, do I want to stay in Green Bay? It doesn't look like it. And, and the other question, and here's what's different this year is compared to last year. Last year, it wasn't a question of does he want to play football. It was more about does he want to play in Green Bay. This year, there is a real sense that he may not even want to play another down of football. And I think a large part of that was he, you know, he did the Jeopardy thing in the off season and and talked about that he would be, you know, open to something like that. That he would explore those options. I know that he's put out there that he would like to you know, have his own podcast at some point. Uh, there's been talks about him partnering with Joe Rogan. I mean, so there are things outside of football that he's starting to kind of put out there that, hey, I would be interested in this. This
1: is something I want to do. Fair enough. But I just wanna And, and I, that. think
0: that's, I think that's part of the reason is that, that people are just letting him kind of evaluate. And I think the other thing, too, is everybody pushed Tom Brady for an answer. And we saw how that went up, and I think they don't want to do that anymore. You know, they don't want to put Aaron Rodgers in that situation. Let him make his decision in his time, and see how it winds up. Now, talking about the coaching aspect of things again, I don't know who's in charge in Denver, but they need to get it together. <laughs> they flew in over the weekend to Ann Arbor to talk to to Jim Harbaugh again the principal owner, you know, CEO of the the Walmart family, flew in personally to talk to Jim Harbaugh. And if I'm Michigan, I'm asking Jim Harbaugh, why are you entertaining the Walmart family in your office in Ann Arbor, Michigan? Why is this conversation even taking place? Now, by all accounts, it was a last-ditch effort that they really wanted Jim Harbaugh You know The only real conversation had been a virtual conversation, so he felt like if I fly in, I make one last pitch in person, I'm going to get my guy. Didn't happen. Jim Harbaugh, at least for now, is still in Michigan. Seems to be sticking to what he said, that I'm not going anywhere. That ship's going to sail. But I have some serious questions about Denver, and if I'm Michigan, I have some serious questions for Jim Harbaugh. Because if you're fully committed to our program and what we're doing, why would anybody from the Denver Broncos... Be flying in to hold a meeting, and if they even attempt that, why are you holding the meeting? I uh,
1: I think it's just to entertain other possibilities. I mean, but I don't think Jim's going to leave Michigan I, I at this point. No, it doesn't. I feel think like it. It, it could possibly. I don't know who they're going to get this to. I, well,
0: so, so you know, there's, Gio, there's, there's conflicting reports about whether Sean
1: Payton's still in play
0: there. So there was a tweet by I believe it was Ian Rapp report that that reported, "Hey, from what I'm hearing." He's afraid there's going to be a power struggle about who would have most of the say over the the roster and all of those things, so he's kind of distanced himself from that job. Sean Payton then responded uh, yesterday on you know he still works for Fox and said that's not true. You know we're still having a, a, some conversations, and he also you know reiterated that he's very interested apparently in the Arizona job. I don't know, but I think that that Denver needs to figure it out about what they want to do and how is that person going to handle Russell Wilson. Because you still have that issue. You still have to, to hire a guy that can shore up that locker room and fix the schisms in it if you're going to be competing anytime soon. But they need to get it together and figure out who's in charge, who's calling the shots. And if somebody says, I'm not interested, move on. You know, I'm I'm only interviewing guys at this point, and, and having conversations with people that I truly believe are going to be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. I, I just thought, I mean, man, what a mess that you hop on a plane to go talk to a guy who's already told you I'm staying put. Like I've I've talked about, it, I've looked at it. I don't want to. I don't want that job. I, I just didn't think it both. I don't think it bodes well for the organization and where they're at in the process. Because what does that say to the other guys? Like, what does that say to the guy that you're going to wind up hiring that, hey, before I hired you and got settled on you, I circled back to a guy who had already turned down the job. I, I, I just... I don't know. I think that we've got to reach a point in the NFL where these owners let football people make these decisions. You got to because this it just does, it it puts a black eye on these well, franchises, a, it, these organizations,
1: He's owners. somebody's of owners are on power trips, man. You know, power trips, man. It's all about power and who's on, who's in control. So, and then with
0: Sean Payton, does he even want to coach? Like I, I have questions about that. Or is he just taking interviews to take interviews?
1: I think he may have burnt himself out going from place to place. Cause Fangio's moved on to some other team.
0: Yeah, that that didn't work out. And so I he think took he the uh, Dolphins' job, if I'm not mistaken. But coordinator job.
1: he, I think he burnt himself out because you know how you can get real excited and pumped up about something, and then when you start going, you kind of get tired. It's like yeah. okay, this isn't fun. Yeah, anymore. he
0: took the Dolphins.
1: Yeah. So it's 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 like okay, this isn't fun anymore. I don't even not even sure I want to do this anymore because of the 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 process. But you went from the, being the hot like everybody assumed. Okay, the first
0: name off the list is going to be Sean Payton
1: because and he did, and he would have stepped with a few teams, but he took on everybody. And I think it. I and where I think
0: he hurt himself though wasn't even just for him. I think that New Orleans looked at that and said everybody wants him. So we're going to run up the price. Like yeah. we're going to have a bidding war, and now you see these teams. Oh, we're not going to do that, Carolina. We're not going to do that. Yeah, you know, Houston. We don't have that kind of draft capital. Yeah. Go talk to so, Bill O'Brien. So you know? hurt
1: you hurt your own self by doing that. You got too greedy.
0: But I still, I mean, he's still really up for the Arizona job. I think that that could be interesting if he indeed wants to coach. But I'm starting to question because I get the sense that he really believes. And I don't know if it's because of conversations, and, and hopefully we'll have Elwin on maybe sometime this week, and I'm going to ask him. I don't know if it was because of conversations or, you know, inside information or what it was. I really believe he thought that the Dallas job was going to be open at the end of the year. Yeah. And I really think he thought he was going to be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. That it was just a matter of, let me do my thing in TV for a year because, you know, Jerry's not going to make that move because of whatever. But Jerry, at the end of the year, I'm going to be the head. Coach Jerry,
1: Jerry didn't make that move because it got backlash, and you couldn't justify after the type of game that they had against Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think the way that they dominated Tampa Bay sealed the deal. That no matter what happened,
1: he's going to say now. Maybe
0: if he loses that game, it's a different conversation. Oh I yeah, don't most,
1: most definitely. But
0: no, but no. I I did get the sense that he he sealed the deal there. Yeah. We're coming up on the end of the show. Been a full one. A lot lot to break down. And uh, we'll be sure and be here tomorrow, 9 to 11. Maybe I won't have any (laughs) gastrointestinal issues, but we'll see you in the morning.
1: All right.